Now everybody can be real quiet enough. Yeah, and everybody can be super quiet. And uh, yeah. well, it wouldn't be 150 episodes of Dance Robot Dance nope. if we didn't clam up in the without, preamble without awkward preamble. Yeah, just like, awkward forced preamble. Yeah. yeah. Get that bingo card out, guys! It's time Woo. to get your first square, or is that a yeah. free square? That's uh, usually the free square. Must be the free square. <laughs> it should be the free square, to be honest, because it's every yeah. episode, like every episode. Yeah, or or like Christy dry heaving. That used to be a, one we could count on pretty well. Well, it was one that we could like force to happen if we wanted <laughs> to. <laughs> so, <laughs> which yeah. I guess is like kind of the same thing but not really like that's kind of the asshole same thing i guess yeah that's all right i have a feeling that this episode is going to make many more people dry heave in addition to christy oh well. god i can't wait i'm so excited <laughs> i'm so i'm just so excited we're making jokes about us losing listeners this is where we become like superstars is reading this shit yeah, what happens yeah. right? oh god, god. <laughs> And, and none of us can have jobs in the public yeah. sector ever again. We have to change the format of the podcast because people love this crap so much. Because just read fucking fan fiction all the time. We don't have to do any work anymore. Just yeah. read garbage fan fiction from now to like eternity and just make yeah. millions of dollars. Like, well, we sold out, but yeah, I'm happy with it. You know, but we're like, having like, fun doing it. Yeah, we're basically yeah. just reading. Well, like, are we though? Are we I having mean, that much fun doing it? I mean, I you got to because... we're making money. We probably have fun on the side. And then we yeah. just read the weird fan fiction shit, like, you know, once a week, right? Yeah. And as sure. long as we're making enough money to pay for the therapy we're going to end up needing, then I'm cool with it. It all balances out. I mean, that's yeah. the gig economy, right? That's the gig economy. This is it how is. We it do. totally is the gig economy. Yeah. As, as a victim of the gig economy, I can relate to that emotion. Yeah. So, oh, sure. <laughs> all oh, right. Sure. Well, with that, <laughs> let's <laughs> welcome everybody back to Dance Robot Dance. It is a milestone episode, it is our 150th episode. Woo! Yeah, uh, things have uh, changed a little bit since our last milestone, our 100th episode. But uh, I'm still here. I'm going to be hosting this episode. My name is Tim. Mark is still with us and has been for every single episode. Just barely this week, though. Like I got a story to tell before, when we get through the introductions. Because boy, <laughs> what a weekend! Yeah, uh, and we have back our new regular co-host Paul from South Korea. This is me talking into my microphone. This is me engaging, <laughs> thinking before I speak. No ums yeah. or uhs or likes. We'll get there. This is a oh, turning point, apparently, folks. We are we are doing well. Yes, we are. <laughs> and making another guest appearance on this milestone episode, my wife, Alicia. I'm not going to promise my audio is going to be nearly as good as Paul's. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Hi, Alicia. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. You guys have never met. I'm just realizing yep. now, like you've never spoken before. So, Alicia, that is this is my brother Paul. Uh, Hi, hello, Paul. Yeah. This is Alicia, Tim's wife. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, no, because uh, Alicia was on the Game of Thrones episode. I was not on the Game of Thrones episode. No, you no, were not was, on the. Christy was on the Game of Thrones. Christy episode. was on the Game of Thrones episode. Anyway, Christy yeah. and I are yeah. different yeah. people, hun. <laughs> Which one of us <laughs> spent the night in the hospital this weekend? I want to know. Well, I'm real curious because you sound pretty fucked up. <laughs> we're both sleep deprived, but why don't That's you tell true. people while you're why you're sleep deprived, Mark? Well, so this weekend was my sister's wedding reception. Like I know we told the story in November about me going to Vegas for the actual ceremony, but they finally organized a reception in June. Pregnant pause for a reason because I'm <laughs> I'm giving a look. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so we finally got it together, and we're, do- we're doing this reception. Uh, we did it last night. So this is Sunday morning. I We did the reception yesterday. Friday, I came into town to pick up all my recording gear. I spent Friday night in the hospital with a kidney stone, like, ugh, passing a kidney oh. stone. So I was, like, totally fucked up all weekend. 
Um, I'm still not feeling 100%, obviously. But, like, I somehow managed to not only get home that night, like, past the stone or whatever, but also DJ and MC my sister's wedding yesterday. Um, <laughs> and then come home and go to sleep and get up and do this podcast. Like, to the point where I'm, like, I was walking out here and I was, like, if I just fell asleep, like, conked onto the ground, <laughs> I could probably sleep pretty comfortably for at least an hour before my body was, like concrete sucks you shouldn't be sleeping on concrete but <laughs> i could do the hour so <laughs> yeah I'm, trooper mark i'm fucking yeah. dying but yeah i'm here so <laughs> so i don't know what your excuse is for not doing the thing you were supposed to do today but which was, <laughs> which was whatever i don't know what the fuck it is listener but listener <laughs> get your shit together yeah oh you're talking about my brother talking to the listener oh yeah, yeah. yeah. my I, brother I passed I, yeah, I Iron Man this weekend. Yes, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, my brother passed the kidney stone, yeah. and D- and DJ'd a uh, basically white trash inbred fucking wedding reception. <laughs> yeah, and is still here. Shouting requests and yeah, and is so, still here. So I'll have to tell. Go. I got to <laughs> tell the American Pie story. I got I, at the very least. I think so. DJing is the worst job you can possibly have ever. God, yeah, and DJing at a right. wedding. With our, my family, I, my family's not too, too bad. Like, they can be a little annoying. Um, and some of them really fucking were last night. Uh, oh, I sure. Listening. I hope you're listening, Aaron, because we, ha- we have two Aunt Nancy's, two of yeah, them. They were both sloshed, <laughs> so. just totally trash. It was great. But there was one of one of the uncles on the other side was like insistent that I play American Pie by, is it Don McLean, I think? Uh, yeah. The original. He wanted the original, too. I was like, can I play the Madonna version? It's only four minutes and still sucks. No. Yeah. Eight minute version. I was like, all right. And nobody remembers how fucking long it is until you start playing it, and they're like, "Holy shit! How many verses does this motherfucker have?" Yeah, it's eight. It's eight minutes and thirty-two seconds long, and like the BPM on it's like sixty fucking beats. So it's just like the most droning, fucking slow piece of shit ever, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'm like, I've got it queued up, and I'm like, I kind of need to go to the bathroom, but this guy's come up to me like fifteen times. So I'm like, I queue it up, and I walk away. He followed me into the bathroom to berate me about not playing his song, <laughs> as I'm like, I'm trying. To use the, I gotta drop a deuce, like, dude. Like, I gotta yeah. drop the kids off at school. As Mark is prairie dogging. Yeah, I'm like, I gotta fucking, I've, I've, I've got a tail. I don't know what's happening anymore. Like, can we just, can we stop this? And he's just, he's fucking plastered and slurring and rambling at me. And I'm like, I can't shit while this dude's talking to me <laughs> on the other side of the stall wall. And I'm like, dude, your song's gonna come on in like 30 seconds. I really, really need to take care of this business. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no, no, he kept going. I was like, all right. I, I can't. And that so, is far from the least not safe for, worth, for work thing you're going to hear on the podcast this week, folks. Yeah. So we got some <laughs> weird shit. So I figured I yeah. could share my bizarre weekend story. And not to, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was a it was a fun weekend. So there you go. Um, but yeah, so as we as we usually do with our milestone episodes, we have something a little bit different, a little sort of fun for you this week, uh, possibly stomach turning, and uh, definitely, definitely more more not safe for work than usual. But uh, before we get to that, uh, let's go through our nerdy news for the week. Um, oh, my fucking dogs are being <laughs> assholes. I wasn't talking, but now you're gonna have to leave that in because you made a comment about it. Well, either that or now I can't cut any of this out because you guys are both talking about yeah. it. Like, you're not helping me either, Alicia. Like, not helping me yeah. either, you know? It's going to be a long edit this week. It's going to be a long edit. Feel it now. Uh, yeah. Inside baseball. Good Omens came out last week. The uh, Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman, or the adaptation of Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman's uh, book. Um, and uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen a lot of good buzz around it. And I'm looking forward to watching it when I 
finally get to sit down. So Michael Sheen and uh, uh, David Tennant. And yeah, either of you watch it yet? I've ripped through it. It is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like it was really good. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. I usually like it's hit or miss with me. It can be a little too whimsical sometimes, especially like the adaptations. But this one in particular, like it is very whimsical, but it's so like snide that I was like, I'm I'm into it. Like I was having a really mm-hmm. good time. And Tenon, yeah, Tenon is just just chomping scenery and just loving every second of it. Like he's having so much fun playing Crowley. Yeah, I don't think I've seen anybody. I don't think I've seen him enjoy playing a character that much since fucking uh, Purple Man. When yeah, Kilgrave, like where he was just clearly enjoying being the biggest piece of shit he possibly being a, could. Just a total fucking dick. Yeah, he, he's yeah. he's very entertaining, and so is um. Oh fuck, what's the other guy's name? Michael Sheen. Michael, Michael Sheen. Sheen. Yeah, Michael Sheen's great as like his kind of foil and stuff. Very funny. Like they're all super funny, and the Frances nice. McDormand, like the narration, like she's so perfect as the voice of God. Because Frances McDormand is God, actually. I don't <laughs> is that know what if it you is? guys remember if you guys knew <laughs> that, that Frances McDormand is actually the our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's, so it makes sense uh, as to why yeah. I accepted her so quickly as my mother in Almost Famous. You know what I mean? Like I was just like, oh yeah, she yeah. basically is my mom. So like that's I can make that reality. She, correct. <laughs> that is she is also the Virgin Mary <laughs> at the same time. She's yeah. all of the deities. No, she's fucking so, great in this um, show. So yeah, yeah just she's accept- so good. So oh, good. She's so good. Yeah, I've I've also started watching this, and I'm just yeah, I'm just in it. It's so good. The, both both of the leads are so. It just I I knew I would be engaged. I knew it, but I didn't know how much fun I would have watching these two guys just do their their thing. And yeah, it's great. So nice. good omens. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. Maybe this yeah, week I'll have yeah. time. To, and I, like I, I, I breezed so. through it uh, in two nights, uh, basically. Like, I sat down and watched the first two episodes, and, like, I was like, I gotta go to bed. It's three o'clock in the morning. And then, like, the next day I sat down and was like, I'm gonna watch it this yeah. evening, and I just tore through the last four episodes. It was so much fun. So, you're gonna enjoy yourself a lot. Nice. Uh, in other news, uh, related to things I'm not sure how much I'm going to enjoy, uh, Dark Phoenix came out and is get middling reviews and has had a real poor fucking box yeah, off we, performance we, I mean, we so briefly far. talked about it before the podcast. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go see it because it's like, I kind of feel like I should go see it. It's like the last X-Men movie. But yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. Fuck, it looks not... I mean, I, d- I didn't think it looked amazing to begin with and it's the second time we're going through this story so I'm like... Ooh. Yeah. I mean, they're, talk- they're talking about how they had yeah. to reshoot the ending because of Captain Marvel they had they shoot to shoot the ending uh, because of Endgame. Like they were, they were talking about having like a lot of problems with some of the that yeah in that movie. So, and I mean, it's, it's it sounded like some of the actors were happy that they reshot the ending because it created a more grounded, emotional ending. But at the same time, we are seeing that generally the public is not accepting this very well because once again, Dark Phoenix should not be just one movie. And yeah. never should have just been one movie. I mean, we should have had a movie of at least Phoenix and Dark Phoenix, at least two movies. But yeah. okay, yeah. so well, there should I be like know. the introduction, and then you should do like her as Phoenix in just like a regular X Men story, and see how powerful she gets, and hint at it, and then yeah. the next movie is like, hey, fuck, she's gonna just like kill the star system or whatever they they do in the comic now, right? And like you have to do the actual story, but man, they they always want to do it in one movie, and it's like. You can't, it's such a big story. You can't yeah. really condense it that much. So if we yeah. were, if I was going to do it, just like quick, like fake, I'm the writer of this, like do the Proteus story where, you know, Charles Xavier's son is the reality yeah. warper and have her 
like as reach her potential as as the good phoenix and yeah. then she freaks out and then one more movie i yeah. at least again at least three fucking movies yeah. but they just well, keep that's fail- the big like that's the big x-men story right like that's the x-men's like death of superman it's is the, yeah. the, the phoenix story so like yeah you got to treat it, it like with respect. That's why like Superman, like we've seen that story told a million times and we just saw it retold in a two part animated movie. Like that's yeah, yeah, at yeah. least like how much you probably need to get a good version of the dark Phoenix out. And like Tim and I were talking like the last time we saw it adapted, or, I mean, not X-Men three, but like properly on the old animated series properly adapted. Yeah. It was like the old animated series where they actually included the whole story, but that was what, like a seven or eight, like yeah it was and it, and it was interweaved through other storylines and shit yeah. and yeah it, it was five and five minimum right like yeah. it was five for good phoenix and five dark phoenix for something like that like, something like, that. Yeah. like they included the entirety of the mcron crystal saga yeah the shiara stuff was in there like charles and uh what's her name lalandra lalandra and then they yeah so i'm pretty sure it was a, a, to, an, a total of 10 episodes which yeah. is for an animated series of an, with an episode order of like 20 episodes a season yeah that's huge so again like give this story the attention it deserves and again like we were saying it's like disney can't touch this now for like a quarter century because it's basically yeah. like it's been like, played so many times. Yeah. yeah it's been fucked up so many times right there's i mean the, the, based on the trailers there's looks like there's some cool shit in it i'm sure it's yeah. gonna have like interesting bits i just don't know how it's gonna hold together overall and yeah. like at least i'm gonna get another fucking uh evan peter's quicksilver scene out of it so that is that. true i didn't i didn't even think about that that is true you're gonna get one of those cool like they do always do those cool quicksilver scenes which like yeah. i mean diminishing returns after the first one but they are still usually choreographed really coolly so yeah in mm-hmm. other news comic book news and things that are getting short shrift the fucking swamp thing show which the first episode aired like last week has already been canceled yeah there's a excellent reason for it though so there is yeah so for anybody that's been following this at all we talked about it previously the uh, season order got shortened from 13 to 10 episodes and everybody was like what the fuck's happening and apparently there was a mix-up it was being shot in north carolina and apparently there was a mix-up and a tax credit that the series was supposed to receive yep. and they were supposed to get something like 40 million dollars and it ended up being something closer to like 15 million yeah. and then they were just like fuck we can't make the series you know we haven't budgeted for this fucking shortfall in funding so they had to i guess that's why they cut the season order short and then they were like and now you know we just we can't like can't that's where more. the production was set up and everything we can't just put the production on hold not knowing where the fuck we're going to shoot it because we can't afford to shoot it in north carolina and so yeah pulled the fucking plug on it yeah it's yeah. too bad so, it looks really good yeah it's, and it's get yeah. like the first couple of episodes have gotten pretty good reviews overall and, yeah. and i haven't started watching it because i'm trying to get through uh, finish up doom patrol first but yeah. uh but yeah i'm still gonna watch yeah. it but I'm, I'm gonna be you know going into it knowing that i'm not gonna get any more which is never fun yeah, yeah. No, and like I, the reviews i saw were also like better than like I, and we enjoyed titans and i was i've been enjoying doom patrol so far yeah but like i was seeing reviews for swamp thing that were saying like yeah those two shows are decent but like this is, this is actually better like a better horror show or just a better show overall and it's also very like horror driven so mm-hmm. it had my interest very peaked um so i'm very disappointed that it got canceled yeah ahead of time yeah it's unfortunate uh, yeah there's a couple other shows that uh, are canceled but under fuck off winston <laughs> I'm leaving all this in. Yeah. I'm just gonna. It's gonna be like it's gonna be the most shambly episode <laughs> yeah. of all time. 
It's more more series that we learned are ending, but under sort of better terms. Um, the Good Place is going to be ending after its fourth season, but that is uh, creator uh, Michael Schur wanted to end it after four seasons. Basically, it was like, yeah, we're, this is the story we wanted to tell. This is how many seasons we needed to tell it. We were tempted to, you know, kind of stretch it out, but in the end, this felt right, and so yeah. they're taking a very yeah. BBC model towards it, and so I'm okay with that. I'm, I mean, I would like, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Mike Sure, for actually like caring about the creative process and not dragging out at a good idea beyond its capacity for providing good television. Which, like, network TV has a really bad habit of doing. But I like, there's been more and more shows like Crazy Ex Girlfriend and whatnot that have just been like, "Hey, our story's done after four seasons. We're just gonna make four really good seasons of TV." Or oh. three seasons, or five, like Crazy Ex Girlfriend. They were like four seasons. We're finished now, and it like yeah. it ended in the most satisfying way possible for the viewers of that show. So like more of this, yeah. Like just uh, like, so, like not like the way the CW does, like uh, <laughs> five years of a show and then adds another ten on top of it yeah. uh, for just, some reason. <laughs> Even though the story is basically done, we're just gonna keep you know dragging, dragging those out. Winchesters along. Yeah. <laughs> just drag those Winchesters along every year. You know what I mean? <laughs> just reward the cre- the show creators with more, i more shows. Yeah, like give them a new, give them a new them show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then have them drag out something that you know a lot like. I, I don't want to say that Supernatural is the worst thing ever because no. I only watched a couple seasons, but like maybe it shouldn't be nine thousand seasons long. Yeah. No, or, I, I no. I've been saying that for years. Um, yeah. I completely agree. But back to the Good Place, though, I'm glad that's the way it's ending because that show has been mm-hmm. like a solid favorite of mine since it started. Yeah, it's like it's really such good. a good fucking show. So I'm glad it's going to get hopefully at the ending it deserves. Yeah. Yep, and uh, whatever sounds great. And in similar I'm news, gonna miss, I'm gonna miss seeing Kristen Bell for those like twelve weeks. Well, you get every to see year, that Veronica you know? Mars, uh, that Veronica Mars. Thing. I was just gonna say the Veronica Mars reboot's yeah. coming, so like I'm not gonna be without Kristen yes. Bell. Thank God. So <laughs> and Frozen too, if you're into that, good. I'm pretty into that. I still haven't seen the first one, so I'm assuming <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch that at some point for the uh, show, right? Uh, do what you got to do. I'm just saying Frozen is really great and Kristen Bell's amazing in it and whatever. So it's fine. <laughs> I watched the CinemaSins like. Uh, <laughs> Don't watch CinemaSins. Frozen. They're terrible. Oh, man. They're they, terrible. They make, they uh, plot hole ding. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, this this is a, this is a trope. Therefore, bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They make oh. me laugh occasionally. I watched like I did that. I was working. So I just had it on the background. But I was watching that. And the I watched all the prequels. Like the, uh, the Star Wars prequels, I just got a big laugh out of yeah. it. So you guys can suck it. I don't okay, care. <laughs> like, the, I the Star Wars prequels. I mean, they kind of deserve like that yeah. kind of <laughs> shitty <laughs> examination. But CinemaSins is just like, uh, like oh, the main character isn't giving me a lap dance. Plot hole, ding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck they are, off. they are, they are arbitrary. I will not argue with that. And they, but they just do whatever they want. And I'm like, I'm, I'm. I'm hip to that, so I, they made me laugh. Okay. I swear, I swear, Alicia's still here, listeners. She's just her eyes have glazed over because she doesn't give a shit about. What I we're do give about. a shit about Cinema Sins. Yeah. I fucking love Cinema Sins. You're wrong. <laughs> See? Uh, See? Uh, <laughs> I enjoy Cinema Sins. Uh, it's a great okay, way to watch a movie fine, that you don't no, actually want to watch, but still need to get the big beats of. Yeah. 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 Fair that's that's kind of why I did the Frozen thing. I'm like, I should probably have seen this at some point. I right. should know what happened in it. So I like watched the Cinema Sins thing, and I was like, all right. That's basically like them. What they were saying was basically what I thought I would thought about the movie anyway. So I'm like, all right, let's keep let's keep moving. Yeah. 
Um, anyway. <clears throat> in similar news to that uh, Good Place news, a show that none of us watch, as far as I know, um, Lucifer, which is, but it is still comic book related and you know, nerdy yep. related, was saved from cancellation by Netflix after its third season, and then they put a fourth season on Netflix, and now apparently its fifth season is going to be its last and final. This is still one that I might go back and watch at some point because I've heard a lot I've, of good stuff. I've heard good it. things. Yeah, me too. And like that that comic was I've I've read that comic at one point. I don't know how like I don't even know if it's remotely close to the same story at all. Okay, but the mark the marketing for this show is very much like on brand for me and still I'm just kind of like, "Oh, I don't know." I know, and that, I, like... I have the same thought where I'm like, "Oh man, I should really like cuz that like the, the character of Lucifer wandering around the planet just being a dick." I'm like, "That's totally up my alley." But like I don't know, something about that show that doesn't really appeal to me, or like does that doesn't grab me to the point of like going to watch it, I guess. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as Tim where I'm like, I'll go back to it eventually. Yeah, satanic magic Mike, like just having like a super hot male protagonist. It's just kind of like, well, is this progress? Because I don't <laughs> this doesn't sound like progress. It's equality, to me. Paul. Uh equality. Ah, <laughs> and, th- and there we go. Yeah. So it's just kind of like I I get what they're doing. And I kind of like it, but I kind of hate myself for liking it <laughs> at the same time. So I don't know. Hey, man, it's you got to, every once in a while, like, garbage is okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you're allowed to enjoy some garbage sometimes, I think. Uh, I think it's yeah. That's why Mark and I still so. watched Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you're damn right. That show is glorious in its garbageness. Yeah. Like, it's the, the ultimate bless. Z show. <laughs> yeah. It's like Xena and Hercules, if they realize that they should have been fun the whole time. Yeah. Like, it's oh, amazing. man. <laughs> Oh, those! Sh- I kind of miss those shows. They were like, dumb, I was thinking but fun. about that this week. Yeah, like they had a certain gravitas to them, but always, always they found the camp yeah. to it. Yeah, and that was like that was good time. I mean, those there's anyway. there, there's a reason why those shows basically like guest star Bruce Campbell every fourth episode. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the ch- oh, <laughs> that yeah. chins, that chin. He is like camp incarnate, yeah. especially when he's not doing where he's not. Well, I mean, when he's playing Ash, he's camp incarnate anyway, yeah. but. I mean, when he's not playing Ash, he still can't turn that fucking <laughs> camp off. Indeed, he said seven seven years of burn notice, which is supposed to be a serious spy show, just hamming, just like <laughs> shattering up the whole fucking time. I was like, "This is great. I love you, Bruce Campbell." Anyway, um, let's see. In uh, news related to the Ghostbusters sequel, uh, Sigourney Reaver is apparently on board for it as well, and it sounds like it's going to start uh, filming pretty soon too. So. Yeah, after she skipped the the video game, unfortunately, uh, which was the last time the the whole cast got to work together. Yeah, the video game, which uh, is ha- has gotten a remaster, is about to get a remaster. Is getting is about to get a remaster. Right. Yeah, it'll be coming up for the the current gen of yeah. systems, so like the PS4 and the Xbox One. Uh, and I think it's getting a PC redrop too, nice. like a reskin. I need to finally fucking play that because it's Ooh. short short ass little game. So yeah, it's like a six hour romp. Yeah. Uh, if you're replaying it, the first time probably takes like eight to ten. It's it can be kind of challenging in spots. It's got some like Gears of War. Like trap, like boxes where you just get fucking inundated with mm-hmm. shit. Um, that can be a little tricky, but if you're a Ghostbusters fan, you absolutely have to play this game at some point. It's amazing. Yeah. Like you just feel like you're in that world. It's so crazy, and plus you get to fucking fiddle with the streams and shit like that. Like you have the proton pack and you're controlling it and all that. It's super fun uh, as a fan of the franchise, and like it's all the guys doing the voices. Like it's Harold Ramis yeah. and Bill Murray. Everybody's back, and they're having a blast. Clearly, just like because you play like a cadet. Mm-hmm. and they're just constantly like hey chief hey tiger you know Haas, go do this <laughs> and like they're sending you off to fight stay up by yourself while they're getting coffee and shit and, like it's fucking great nice. stuff so yeah you got to play that remaster at some point Tim. it'd be fun yeah, to dude. 
Maybe... Like do a Ghostbusters episode and include that. In yeah, there. well, that I mean, we'd probably do a review just of that get one game since it's uh, relatively short. So maybe at some point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can you can get it for PC. It runs on a relatively low end PC, like really yeah. well. So your machine will probably crush yeah. it if you wanted to play. It. Cool. See, we've learned what the Russo brothers' next project will be after Avengers Endgame. It is apparently a Magic: The Gathering animated series for Netflix. I could care fucking less. I know Magic Gathering is a lot of people. Magic the Gathering thing, yeah. but goddamn, that's a that's a huge drop in profile yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Uh, they, yeah. they just wanted they just wanted that Netflix money, man. Yeah. Everybody wants that Netflix money. I'll take that Netflix money if they want to come take give it to me. Yeah. It's like they make a million shows and they're just giving money away all the time. So yeah, but I mean, I don't like, know if I need a Magic, Magic the Gathering. Gathering show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Like, this is another one of those series where it's kind of like, oh, we don't give a shit, but there's a huge uh, fan base for Magic the Gathering. And it has it has its own lore and yeah, like, but they're never they're never going to be able to you know like synergize this uh, card game into something huge. What other brand has ever done that? Um, <laughs> god damn it! I mean, I mean, god damn you it! You know, well, we're going to talk <laughs> about the, that too. On the other, see, the one thing though is that like Magic the Gathering's creature set, not cute little anime figures. You know what I mean? Like that is one of the drawbacks. Most of those cards are ugly as That's fuck. True. So. Hey, you, like Yu-Gi-Oh hat was a, a, a like a more serious anime, quote unquote. You're regardless. You're, and, you're just digging quote a unquote, hole. Unquote, digging I, a yeah. hole. <laughs> 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 Stupid. Yeah. Oh, so dumb. No, so dumb. But yeah. So like I I I get like you have they tried with the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Was it Jeremy Irons who was in oh, that? My with, yeah. Oh man like uh and like the warcraft movie like the these are like all very similar ideas that just were like poor execution the scary part being that they do very well in china like they they use these movies to crush in the chinese market for some reason they just oh, do sure. extremely well over there so i mean fine yeah. but like if you want to make a good thing like maybe don't do this. Well, I'm assuming so, the Russo okay. brothers, and they're doing a Netflix series. It's not going to be one of those like throwaway movies. I'm assuming they're going to want to develop this into an actual story. And I mean, it's a fantasy world you could develop into a real story if you really wanted to. It's just right. like a fantasy world that I have no interest in, or I've never really like had any involvement in because I don't play collectible card games. Yeah. So um, I don't know the magic world very well. And magic being like the the er example yeah. of collectible card games, like I play, like I I've played other collectible card games that are not magic because like they were more in line with my interests, like Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh. Because I am a weeaboo idiot. <laughs> it's fine, that's okay. I think it's I, fine. I, played, I played that Marvel collectible card game for like a couple weeks too, right? So like everybody's kind right. of we all dabbled eventually. I, I only played Hero Clicks, which was just basically a card game with figures. It was, yes. <laughs> right. I remember Hero Clicks, yeah. though. Man, they, all those Wizard Magazine advertisements that I was always like, man, those would be cool to have oh, oh, oh. if I gave a shit about this dumb game. It's actually pretty fun. Yeah. Was yeah. it fun? It was I just a matter of finding people to fucking play with. Play it with. Yeah, I was going to say, like, how did you even find people to play it? So I was like, that's how. Yeah, me and problem. my best friend at the time, we both got into it about the same time. So we would both, you know, we could play against each other. So. Mm. Yeah, and Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh both have, like, online video games where you can play online and, like, you can download the the latest packages of cards directly for a price, of course, because like Obviously. good marketing on their part. Like 
Pokemon is like the ultimate cash cow and th- like they branch out in so many different ways. But yeah, like it's still like a thriving current market mm-hmm. that's still going on. And so like I get magic is still a huge thing and they still make money. Like they just released their online platform like a year ago, yeah. if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. They had a big resurgence around that too. Like there was a lot of stories, like there's a lot of news stories of people getting back into magic because they're like, oh, we can play online now. We don't have to fuck around with cards yeah. and you can match make and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess if you're into it, cool. Good for you. But like it doesn't like it didn't affect me. Yeah, and they can take all of their existing cards and add them to their online collection yeah. and stuff like that too. So like they they revitalize. It's a good way to revitalize the series. That being said, I still don't care about Magic: Gathering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's so, like, based on it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a walk, uh, yeah. walk to see exactly the same thing yeah. we started. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, meh. Could be cool, but who knows? Here's something magical we might give a shit about. In season three of Runaways, it looks like they're going to take a more magical bent to the main villain for this season. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley from Austin Powers uh, and Bedazzled uh, has been cast. Yeah, I was going to say Bedazzled. Good. Has been uh, (laughs) cast as Morgan Le Fay, uh, a big bad magic villain uh, for season three of Runaways. So. That sounds like it could be fun. If they if they let her arch it yeah. up, it's going to be a lot of fun. The Morgan Le Fay character is generally tied to the Doom character, like Doctor Doom, in the mm. usual uh, like the six one six comic world kind of thing. But if they're just going to let her be like, yeah, it's it's Morgan Le Fay is like the Camelot character, yeah. right? Like Arthurian, that's what it's supposed to be yeah. just transplanted like the Arthurian legend. Um, and it's she's supposed to be that character, like immortal and just all powerful and badass and a witch. And I'm like, yeah, if you're going to cast ridiculously stunning elizabeth hurley in that role and let her just vamp it up for a season i'm going to watch that season of tv so that actually gets me excited for actually wanting to catch up on runaways because like i i think elizabeth hurley is like super campy fun and got got short shrift after those two movies like i can't think of anything other than yeah, Austin yeah. Powers. I would Dazzle. imagine that she's probably done a lot of stuff that never really made it out of the UK, kind of thing. Like, well, there's also she's yeah. basically she was a model. Yeah. She like she made her fortune modeling before she ever got into acting. So I don't. I think she had her fun and was like, "This kind of sucks." Loaded. And I have yeah. tons of money already. <laughs> yeah, and also like I don't know who she's married to, but like she's Elizabeth Hurley, so I'm assuming it's somebody extremely wealthy. Yeah. So like it's not like like she's got her own money. I'm sure. So I'm, like, does she need to work? She gets to hang out, be smoking hot, fifty-year-old Elizabeth yeah. Hurley, and like post shit to Instagram all day. <laughs> I take that life too. Yeah, nice. Oh, she was gonna be the villain in that failed Wonder Woman mm. series. Oh, the one with uh, Adrian Pelikan, yeah. uh, who's on, yeah. On oh, that's cool. Actually, that would have been good because like that show looked like it was gonna be campy as fuck anyway because it was a David Chasey kind of thing. That actually would have worked. Yeah, that probably would have like it would have been great, but it would have been fun yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um. But uh, I'm kind of I'm really glad that failed because I'm really excited about the new Wonder Woman poster. And oh, uh, you like that poster? I love that poster. It was very. Uh, this is what like, I, I I almost I'm glad Alicia's here for because I, I thought the design of it was fucking atrocious. But oh, that's the, just me. I loved how over the top it was and very. It was very yeah. drag to me. Oh, <laughs> like okay. it was that, very yeah, drag queen to me. I just thought it, like it was it was too like modern day retro looking like a too modern like Photoshop yeah. of a job. I'm like you should have done something legit 80s retro you could have done all that intense color i was fine i thought that was great it's just the style of it i'm like this is clearly like yeah. cg photoshop as opposed to like being Alicia, that are you, are you i haven't actually seen Google's this Wonder Wonder woman 1984 poster and you'll be able to find it pretty quickly it is very yeah. bright you will know it when you see it it's very bright yeah 
I mean, it it kind of looks like a Mac ad to me. Like it does yeah. look like a, a cosmetics ad to an extent, but I I like the uh, the vibe of it. I, like, like I don't. I'm not just, arguing with you about the vibe. I'm just saying, like as a designer, I was like, eh, it's too modern. If you're doing retro '84, like you could have done. Like, why are you using modern Photoshop? The, the one with all the like lines. Yeah. The it's, yeah, it's, like all the weird that doesn't look retro at all. No, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. should go straight Memphis for that shit, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Like, go super, super, like half tone, like right and stuff. But like, no, they. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a good poster. It looks cool, but it's just it's not like for retro. It doesn't work. Um, that's why I was. Yeah, and, and if you zoom in on her face, they still do the blue and orange mm. shading on it, which I really hate. Blue and like orange, that. Blue I hate and so, like yeah. everything. I know that it is. Blue oh, and or- everything Wars blue and posters. orange. I get it, but like, just fucking stop. Yeah, just stop doing yeah. that. But other uh, otherwise, I really I I like the concept of it. I like I, armor looks fucking mm-hmm. cool. It looks I fucking like it. cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. Let's see. The very last thing uh, we got some news related to the Google Stadia, uh, Google's gaming streaming gaming pro, uh, platform out of E3 uh, over the past week. Uh, let's see. Apparently it will, I don't know how much of this is new. It will support anything from 720p up to 420k, 4K. Uh, up to yeah, 4K with HDR video with five with uh, 5.1 surround, 60 FPS, mm-hmm. uh, which is exciting. The cost for it was released. So um, Stadia Pro uh, will be $10 a month and that will give you access to the 4K uh, 60 FPS service. Uh, the controller costs 70 bucks on its own. Uh, they've started talking about a bunch of the games that are beca- going to be on it. Um, so there's a bunch of like fighting games and shit like that. There's Borderlands three, Mortal Kombat 11 farming simulator, hey, 19 man. farming simulator is the, know, most, the one everybody was demanding. Legit, probably the most popular game of this generation. Actually, uh, it's the, <laughs> the most sold game this generation. I think is farming simulator. Like it's insane how popular that Jesus. game is. <laughs> Okay, let's see. Uh, one of the more recent Wolfenstein yeah. games, Destiny Two, which is one of the yeah. big ones. And all recent uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, yeah. Elder Scrolls Online. <sighs> yeah, lots, it's, lots, lots of, of lots of big third party games that are already like basically available on PlayStation and Xbox um, so far. So nothing yeah. nothing exclusive. I don't think is the the big takeaway for me. They don't have mm-hmm. any reason yeah. for me to hop in and replace my Xbox One X or my PlayStation 4. So and also like the entry point for like actually streaming these games is like uh they said that it was going to be a minimum of like 10 uh per second, yeah. Megabytes, 10 megabits per second is the recommended second. minimum, yeah. Yeah, and that that's a jump up from what they had originally stated, which is like if they if you take 10 megabits per second is now like lower scale graphics and they're saying like oh if you actually want what we originally promised in terms of quality, then you're going to have to scale up to 25, which is yeah. like very for you. North American motherfuckers is very inaccessible. Not I can, so I mean, much here in Korea. I'm on, but, I'm like, on fucking gigabit. I can internet. get gigabit in Toronto <laughs> yeah. now. So like we're, we're actually yeah. covered. We'll have gigabit uh, internet available once you move back uh, in our neighborhood. So yeah. like that'll be, which thank yeah. goodness. So like, that's the thing um, I'm at 250 now. So like, I'm not worried about this. I'm just like, Again, streaming gaming is not something like I'm going to do. I still I have all my modern decks. Uh, I'm probably going to buy a PlayStation Five regardless of how well this does because I'm not going to abandon the PlayStation platform for gaming with yeah. the amount of money that I've already. It's cool put in. now, but like it is cool. Like yeah. I think it's a great idea for like an entry level gaming kind of device. Yeah. I think it's a cool idea. 
I'm just curious yeah, to see how exactly. it works. You can get, you can, yeah, for like what, 120 yep. bucks a year. There's probably going to be an annual subscription yep. cost uh, as well. It'll be lower than that. And then a $70 controller, you can play all these games without having to buy a $500 yep. plus console. Agreed. So it's definitely democratizing in terms of gaming. And I think, you know, almost everybody in North America, at least if you live in a fucking city, would have 10 megabit per second internet or faster. Yeah, one so. would hope anyway. Yeah. I know in the rural areas, it's not great, but. But that was everything I had, unless you guys had anything that I missed. Uh, I wouldn't. I... Got some video game news to share, like, right. really quickly. <laughs> uh, so, Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct came out last week, and they released a whole bunch of new Pokemon, and they announced the box legendaries, which is two dogs, one with a dog with a sword in his mouth, and a dog who has, like, shield sideburns, uh, Zacian and Zamazenta. Like, the, the new games look fucking sweet as hell so i'm really excited for the new pokemon and this is games. the switch ones right these are the switch ones so and they so introduced cool. a new uh well just, i'm sorry i was gonna say it's, it's super cool that they're finally moving the pokemon franchise to the main console like i know they don't have a choice because it's like the switch is their only it's the only, the only thing they're doing really right now <laughs> yeah. but I, I just i it's been so long that like never had like a, they, the main line has always stayed on the the handhelds right like the main yeah so it's kind of neat to finally yeah. see the mainline pokemon series joining yeah. It's big brothers on the big console, like the main series being, you yeah. know what I mean? It's kind of cool. And on top of that, like they've got this huge install base for the switch and they've introduced an online co-op yeah. for battling these giant Pokemon called Dynamax Pokemon, which I hate the name of it, but this is what it is. Dynamax Pokemon or like, isn't that like a tape, like a brand of cheap tape we used to buy up here? <laughs> Probably. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. a VCR. Dynex. Yeah. Dynex used to be Dynex was the fucking like cheapo uh, like USB cable or something brand. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm sure Dynamex was <laughs> yeah. like a che- like a brand of cheap VHS tapes too. Like I'm, I have it it's in my head. I can see it. <laughs> yeah, I can I can confirm that as a former uh, uh, future shop uh, future shop employee. Uh, future shop yeah, doesn't that, even uh, exist anymore. Dynex was the nope. It doesn't. Yeah. All yeah. that by now. Yeah, and no, I remember buying like yeah, USB so... cables were Dynex. You're right. It's, it's fucking yeah. crazy. They were thirty bucks, and the cost on them was something like two dollars. Yeah, yeah. Model price yeah. fucked Best Buy real bad. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> good old, old model price. So that's uh, that's Pokemon news. Now there was a, a big E3 leak for uh, Namco Bandai. So there there were rumors that George R. R. Martin was making a video oh, yeah, game and that. like was going to be talking about and was in talks for doing that, but it actually leaked. Uh, Namco Bandai is doing a George R. R. Martin video game, not based on Game of Thrones, but like based on one of his own properties. What, like Night Flyers, which has already been canceled, I think? What the fuck else does he have? <laughs> Just like a, a its own thing. Oh, okay. I like guess. a random thing he it, came up with yeah. and like they decided to make a video game out of it because it, it's got his name attached to it. Yeah. That that, that makes yeah. sense for Bando Namco. Or, uh, wow. Yeah. Bandai Namco. Right. Namco, <laughs> yeah. And they've got a new a new Tales game, like the Tales series is a JRPG yeah. series that I have not gotten into, but it exists. And they're remastering Nino Kuni. And lastly, just now they re- released a Kingdom Hearts three DLC trailer, which I'm super fucking pumped for because I'm all in for Kingdom Hearts three. So <laughs> that's all the pre E three video game news that's going to be like super important before you know E three. Yeah, because the schedule's in. like it's. Couple it's days this week, right? Like Microsoft is Sunday the ninth, yeah. which is today, which means we should be getting Scarlet news today. Um, like so, next gen uh, platform today. Bethesda's mm-hmm. today. Ubisoft's tomorrow morning. Square Enix is tomorrow. Nintendo's Tuesday. So yeah, you'll you'll hear you'll yeah. hear a lot of from E three from us yeah. next week. Probably. We'll get into the E three news next yeah. week for sure, especially because they'll probably be announcing yep. next gen Xbox. So it'll be something to talk about. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
All right. Well, with that, we can move on to our Geek of the Week. Geek of the Week. Alicia, I have to put up with this every week. <laughs> I, I'm still sorry. You know, every week I hear it. <laughs> she hears it from the ever- that's other true, that's true. well half of it though. half of it anyway yeah. half of it this is <laughs> yeah. the other yell so this is our uh long-standing segment where we each discuss the nerdiest things we've done in the last week or so so let's go to our special guest alicia first who probably has forgotten we do this i segment. have and i also haven't been doing anything interesting the geekiest thing i've been working on is my thesis Oh, there you go. I think that was your Geek of the Week last time. It probably it was because it is my entire <laughs> life right now. Fair. <laughs> what have you been working on in your on your uh, Tolkien thesis lately? I've been um, trying to crunch numbers to get actual data because I'm presenting it in three weeks. Yeah. Da- what kind of data? Remi- give our user or listeners a reminder. How dare you not remember from the last time I was on here? Um, I'm doing <laughs> uh, audience reception uh, surrounding... The Lord of the Rings pre and post 9-11. So I'm crunching the numbers from a bunch of Amazon reviews to see if there's a statistical difference between the two. This is really dry. Why are you making me talk about this? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's super fucking geeky. Yeah, that's, that's, why. that's what we're all yeah. about. <laughs> like, this is what we do, Alicia. Uh, and it's yeah. legitimately academic. So it's yeah. geeky <laughs> and it's got like purpose. So there you yeah, go. Exactly. Yeah, Alicia was last with us on episode 135 for Legend of Zelda. So it has been a while since she's been here. <laughs> and we have gone, yeah, yeah. man, we've done Star Trek, Avengers, Shazam. Like that Jeopardy episode was in between us yeah. and that. There's been some angry yeah. shit. It feels like a lot has happened <laughs> since Game then. of Thrones was in there. Like we've had some angry, yeah. weird episodes since that episode happened. So indeed, yeah. indeed, we have. And this one will be no yeah. No, different. it is not. It is turning. I can already feel it turning into exactly the same kind of thing. So there we go. <laughs> Paul, how about you? What's your geek of the week? Uh, well, it's Pokemon Go related because it was Adventure Week this week, and so uh, this week they had like. A bunch of rewards for catching rock type Pokemon, and they released three shiny Pokemon at the at the same time, of which I've caught zero of them, and <laughs> it just, yeah. So it was a kind of geeky week for me, like in that regard. But I I I wanted to get to my fifty kilometers of walking, and I just didn't get there because i was busy with other stuff report it's report card season so yeah pokemon go but really it was a half-hearted geeky week for me so there you go all right uh mark how about you um i can actually talk about the one thing i did because like now they've seen it so i designed this massive fucking poster for my uh sister and her uh husband he's a giant deadhead so i did a, a huge illustration of the two of them in their wedding clothes but like as skeletons dead in repose with their cats surrounding them. What I'll do is I'll post it on the uh, the Facebook page uh, so people can see what I'm talking about. But it was just this massive, multi-layer fucking mess of an illustration that I did that I finally got finished at the beginning of this week and got printed in time to actually show everybody. And people were fucking losing their minds last night. Like, oh my god, you did that? You're so weird. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> but uh, So it was well-received. Yeah, it, it, was, to hear it was a hit. Yeah, people really like got it. Because I've been showing the guys this and some other work uh, ahead of yeah. some other announcement stuff. So they've been seeing this stuff for a couple weeks now. But So they've seen it. And they said the same thing. They're like, wow, you're a fucking weird, dude. But they, I guess <laughs> you guys get me like the Grateful Dead, like the idea of it better than like your average schmo yeah. is going to get it. So. 
Yeah, that and, was, and it was Lee's a lot of work. And, Lee's and Greg appreciated it. Oh my god, like Greg almost cried when he saw it. He, 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 like <laughs> Lee's knew uh, I was doing it. Like we had talked about it, and I gotten all the reference for like their dresses, like her dress and like his outfit, and like all the pins mm. and shit they had on them that I put into the illustration. So like she knew was aware of the concept of it and had seen some of the penciling that I had done. I kind of cut her off at that point, but Greg had no idea I was even doing it. So when I took them aside. Just like as the wedding was kind of getting ready to start, I was like, "Hey, I did this thing for you. I'm going to put it up in my little DJ booth." And they were like, "Yeah." He was like, "Holy fucking shit! How long did I take you?" I'm like, "I'm not even going to tell you that right now. We can talk about it later." Because <laughs> it was like hundreds of hours that I put into it over the last like couple months putting it together. But I'll post a copy of it on the Facebook. Yeah, post, post to the Facebook page. Uh, like when we do the post for this episode, I'll put it in a comment or something like that, so people can see what I was working on. Because it's it's fucking crazy. Like I was, I'm actually. I'm actually proud of it, which is very rare for me. Uh, as the guys will tell you, I'll do art and they'll be like, this is great. And I'll be like, fuck, yeah, you guys really, like, no, it's terrible. Like, I need to fix it. That's like every artist. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm very much like <laughs> yeah. every artist. But yeah, no, this one, I was like, fuck, I think I actually did this right. Maybe because there's no likenesses. It's just skeletons. And I'm like, it looks cool. <laughs> yeah. So nice. it's very rock and roll. Yeah. Okay. So background to me, my geek of the week. Let's see. I don't have a super geeky week this week. Probably the geekiest thing I did was. Uh, I was out until like 2 a.m. last night dancing to 80s new wave ma- music at a gay bar uh, for one of our friend's birthdays. So <laughs> nice. that was uh, that was pretty fucking nerdy. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, though. It's I, it's like it's real niche, though. Like it's, you know, not like they're just playing like 80s, like pop music and stuff. Yeah. Like it's really just that new wave. And I only know about like maybe 30 percent of the yeah. shit that they play whereas like there's everybody else that's there is like into it you know, died in the wool like 80s like you know, teenagers in the 80s uh, kind of things yeah. and like know every song and i'm like holy shit yeah but that's exactly <laughs> that's what happens when you go to that the dance party that's like 80s based or 90s based right like you yeah know yeah fucking exactly everything because you have had every record in the 90s like we all did kind of thing yeah, just and a bunch of radio constantly nerds. and much music. Yeah, and, much yeah. music. Yeah, but it was a, it was a video dance party too. So like, yeah, there's all these screens with these yeah. old like classic fucking cheesy as fuck eighties videos nice. and shit. And yeah, the, the only thing I didn't I didn't have set up was like a video screen. I was I was kind of like thinking about it, but I'm like, ah, I can run all this off Spotify and I don't have to pull video. Like I'm gonna do it that way. Yeah, because it's way yeah, easier. hunt down all the fucking videos yeah, and shit. That, that would be a nightmare. That sucked exactly. So yeah. they they make a giant YouTube playlist or something ridiculous, but no, yeah, no, no, no. cool. But, yeah. All right. Well, with that, we can move on to our meat of the episode. Throbbing, transformative meat. And then some. (laughs) So, listeners, for our 150th episode, we have decided to give you a little audible treat for your ears. This is uh, inspired by some conference activities that uh, happen at some of the conferences that Alicia attends. Uh, We are going to do some erotic fan fiction readings for you. Everybody get real excited about that. We are not here to debate the the merit or lack thereof of fan fiction or transformative works as they are academically referred to. Maybe I think we could probably get an episode out of that at some point. Maybe that's a topic for another week. But this week we wait, wait, what? Sorry, are you are, are, like what? What is a topic for another week? I don't understand what's happening right now. <laughs> Debating the merits of fan fiction. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we could probably do that. That would be. I have thoughts, especially after this week, I have thoughts about yeah. the merit of it. So, yeah, we, we have scoured some of the seedier 
parts of the internet uh, to find some very standout works for you that we will share. And yeah, we're going to try and keep it limited to about 15, 20 minutes maximum each. So, and we've got to probably take into account time pauses for people's laughing, uh, <laughs> audible, audible cringing yeah. and dry heaving, etc. So <laughs> yeah. we'll see how far we actually get. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, hopefully you're still with us by the end of this uh, this episode and haven't just deleted the podcast from your phone permanently. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Let's see. Who do I want to go to first? Fuck. This is a Sophie's. Why choice don't we? Story. Why don't we start? Because I have a. Why don't I do a couple little readings? Because I've got like a bunch of like yeah, four or five hundred words. Ones. I've got. Why don't I? I'll start with my Transformers one. Okay. okay. I don't know how this. <laughs> right. I just started reading it. I don't know how this is going to turn out. So I apologize <laughs> in advance. I just all I did was I went on fanfiction.net and hit pairings. Megatron Starscream, and this was the top rated one. <laughs> 427 words, guys. So it's I'm called so excited. It's called Sparkling Time. <clears throat> <laughs> Megatron stared down in silent contemplation at the seeker jet sleeping in his mate's arms. Several times during the birthing process, they'd nearly lost the little one. He was just so <laughs> fragile. How could he possibly bear the mark and responsibilities of the Lord High Protector. This is Transformers. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> a week sparkling like this would normally be disposed of, but even the slag maker himself couldn't do the deed. Starscream would be upset, and Megatron would feel for the loss of his only sparkling. A gurgled squeak caught his attention. The secretlet <laughs> wriggled on Starscream's cockpit glass. Crimson optics <laughs> onlining in awareness. Megatron found himself reaching out and stroking one large finger down the little one's backplating. <laughs> a pleased chirp and more wriggling encouraged Megatron to continue stroking the sparkling. Cute. Why, why are there so many sexual undertones? This is a baby. No, That's what I mean. That's why I picked it. Megatron would have flinched in surprise if he wasn't the leader of the Decepticons. Starscream smiled up at him with amusement, lighting his golden optics. He has your optics, my lord, Starscream purred. (laughs) (laughs) Why did that get me more than the other stuff? I don't know. It's so wrong. Yes, your frame, Megatron commented, mouth plates twitching into a half smile. Oh, lord. He's perfect, Starscream agreed. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to do the voice, it's hard, trying not to laugh. Gazing at the little flyer in his arms. Soon, the happy chirps turned hungry and impatient. Starscream sighed and guided the feeding tube from under his plating into the sparkling's mouth. (laughs) I wasn't expecting breastfeeding. This is great. This is the best shit ever. (laughs) Lips closed over it quickly, and soon the medbay was filled with the sound of steady suckling. Guys... (laughs) He needs a designation, Starscream cradled the little one close. Megatron had already been considering this very thing. Their sparkling was quite different from the other Seekerlings. He was tiny, for one. He could fit in Megatron's palm. Granted, his servos were larger than most mechs, except Primes, of course. <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed to be? <laughs> is, that, is that supposed to be like, my robot son's got a huge dick, dick. I guess. <laughs> He's comparing it to Optimus Primes. Like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> 
<laughs> I guess in this universe, Megatron has had reason to see Prime's like fucking Prime, Prime's package. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Roll cock. All right. Okay. Starscream generally <laughs> Starscream generally eased the feeding tube out of the now sleeping Secretlet's mouth. Silver lips smacked a few times, but the little one continued to sleep. Silver, that was unique. Uh-oh. Did you guys oh, lose it too? Mark. Yeah, no. lost Mark. It was oh, too no. much. It was too much for <laughs> the internet much. to bear. <laughs> the, the, oh, I'm back. Are you oh, back? Are yeah. you back? I don't know. Sorry, cut out. I saw you guys. I could hear you the whole time. The, all right, the feeding the feeding tube coming out of his mouth right. is where we got. Where last so week. I'll uh, I'll just review that sentence again. So, uh, Starscream gently yeah, eased do. the feeding tube out of the now sleeping Secretlet's mouth. Silver lips smacked a few times, but the little one continued to sleep. Silver, that was unique. The sparkling didn't boast multiple colors like his carrier. His silver from wing wingtip to peed? What the fuck? Anyway. <laughs> silver, Megatron mused aloud. Wings, Starscream continued. The couple shared an amused smile before gazing back down at the sparkling. Silverwing, our little silver wings, Starscream whispered to the sleeping sparkling. I am needed on the bridge. Rest now, Megatron commanded gently, sharing a kiss with his mate. I will, the seeker promised, without sarcasm for once. Megatron nodded, spurring one last glance for the cuddling pair before the doors to the med base shut behind him. Life will be much more interesting from now on. The end. So that was that was my first selection. That was way more erotic than it should have been. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> right? God damn. You're welcome. It was basically like it was basically Mpreg shit robo empreg robo empreg yeah i told you i find the sickest transformers shit that will not be like yeah it's gonna be hard that will not be the only time we have empreg tonight guys all right yay is that a yay thing though paul like i don't know if is yay the appropriate response i mean let let's dive in guys let's let's do it just like let just find everything we can you know like just enjoy every moment of it hey man I had I had fun right there, so let's let's keep going. <laughs> you guys were obviously amused. Yeah, right. That was disgusting. <laughs> Alicia, would you like to share yours with us? I can, yeah. Okay. Do you want uh, the story of how I've heard yeah. this? Yeah. So, so first off, uh, how did you first encounter the 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 piece of art you will be sharing with us, and uh, where where can our listeners locate it? As was mentioned earlier, this is based off of something that has happened at some of the academic conferences I've been to. One of them is called the Popular Culture Association of America National Meeting. And every year they do an erotic slash fiction reading at night. And I would like to say it is an academic conference. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we like like you and Tim are academics. So it means we know how sick you fucks are. (laughs) Mm hmm. So the first uh, reading I went to ended with four people doing a dramatic reading of this. It's called The One Where Thor Bangs a Unicorn. Uh, you can <laughs> you can find this on Archive of Our Own or AO3. Would you like the um, the relationships and tags for this? Yes, please. No, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. All right. Tim, why are you saying no um, to anything? Always yes. This is... Loki slash Thor and Loki slash Thor Marvel. Oh, God. And the it is tagged for intersex Loki, vaginal fingering, vaginal fisting, <laughs> vaginal sex, anal sex, anal fingering, water sports, bestiality, unicorn Loki, and unicorn Loki <laughs> slash Thor. 
So just a normal weekend for me. Okay, I got you. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, this sounds like something I was working on writing with Paul right at one point. So like, I don't know what kind of weird shit we're going to but your your average day at the sauna here in Korea. It's fine, whatever. <laughs> this is, this is, this is oh, all right. Let's just get this into it. I'm going to die. This is basically our unofficial pride episode. Oh, here, my God. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into the Winsets later. So there you go. It is kind of, eh? Because Pride's coming up. This is a weird yeah. way to celebrate Pride, guys. Pride month. <laughs> this right. is the perfect way to celebrate Pride. What are you talking All about? Right. The one where Thor <laughs> fucks a unicorn. A Loki yes. unicorn. I'm into it. Let's do this. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston. I'm building a movie picture. I'm moving. I'm doing the John Peters thing. Uni- up. Unicorn Tom Hiddleston. I can picture <sighs> it now. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Mm. Let's do this. All right, Alicia. Rock my world. All right. Thor shifted uncomfortably and barely resisted a growl as they continued riding through the forest. He was embarrassed, humiliated, and why in the thrice-time hells could Loki not have conjured him a saddle? Could you not have conjured a saddle? What's wrong, brother, not enjoying yourself? The growl that had been threatening slipped out into the air around them. No, he was decidedly not enjoying himself. If only Mjolnir had not deemed him unworthy, he would have Loki in one hand and be flying with her clenched in the other. But instead, here he was on top of his unicorn of a brother. <laughs> a unicorn of all things. I like that this is just the starting point. This is just where we are. Oh, so We're just supposed to jump right this, in. This is the Batman cold open to this story, right? Like, they're just riding around, <laughs> just hanging out. Why is Loki a unicorn? We don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> Whatever. Let's do this. It doesn't matter. Not, that part's not important to the story. No. No. It's interesting, though. <laughs> his pelt insufferably soft, his mane like silk. <laughs> and he could feel every Norn damn trot as he was as he kept sliding over Loki's back. Oh his cock was rock hard. <laughs> that was the problem. Well, that escalated. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. Yeah, really. It was all the movement. Loki's damned rocking, he told himself, because honestly, Thor wasn't the horse pervert of the family. <laughs> so you have to go back and repeat that one. Oh, man. I never thought I'd see the day where, like, the words horse pervert were mentioned on our podcast. Oh, boy. It was just a matter of time, actually. <laughs> you're right. You're not wrong. Horse pervert. Wow. I didn't think about how hard it was going to be for me to read this. <laughs> Probably not as hard as Thor, apparently. <laughs> okay. Deep breath. <laughs> Thor wasn't the horse pervert of the family. He still remembered that day in his youth. Every family has one. (laughs) (laughs) This is is gonna be a three-hour-long episode, like just us giggling, like idiot. Okay. Oh Oh, god, God. this is fucking amazing. Okay. He still remembered that day in his youth where he accidentally came upon Loki grinding his quim. I don't know. That's not the right word. You shouldn't be using that word, I don't think. That's... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Onto uh, Spavadari's, uh, 
Safari's back. He then backed away quickly and pretended nothing had happened. But a week later, he hadn't been surprised when Loki announced his pregnancy in front of the entire court. Their mother ecstatic at the thought of their first grandchild, their father mildly horrified, yet thoughtful. <laughs> Eleven months later, Loki birthed uh, Sleipnir, eight legs and all, and to this day, his grandfather's greatest war horse. Well, as long as his nephew was happy, he supposed. Is there something wrong, Thor? No. <laughs> You're sure? You seem upset. Be silent, Loki. I can feel your dick, you know. It's in my back. <laughs> oh, it is my back it's currently pressed against, after all. Loki, I'm flattered. Do not. It's good to know I'm not the only one. I am not the one in the family with a horse fetish, Thor snapped. <laughs> I'm a unicorn. There's a difference. Not by much. And apparently the fetish runs in the family. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm seriously picturing Chris Hemsworth saying this and it's killing me yeah. inside. You know, like it's yeah. just fucking ruining my life. I love it so much. And a unicorn. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like, at least Tom Hiddleston's voice coming out of it. You know what I mean? Like he's like looking back and talking and it's Tom Hiddleston's voice coming out of it. Just all snide the whole time. Oh God. Oh god. I'm fucking dying. All right. Keep if going, Loki please. had an assier mouth, uh, Thor knew he would be green grinning at him, eyes sparkling with laughter. Thankfully, he could do neither. I'm sorry, runs in the family? You who keeps denying our brotherhood, said Thor. Well, any case that makes you look like a pervert makes me willing to take back my denial. You're something else. I mean, the incest is perverted enough, but when you find me appealing in the form of a beast, splendid. Stop talking. (laughs) Would it make you feel better to rut all over my back? Spend your seed all over my coat? Mark me up like this? Though we are approaching a village, (laughs) whatever would they think of their perfect golden prince? I will not fuck you like this. (laughs) He has fucking standards. (laughs) Not like this. (laughs) Remember that time I turned into a goat? We are not talking about that. We are never talking about that. Thor shuddered. That's the sequel. There there are four parts to the story. I'm only reading the first part. (laughs) Thor shuddered as the much repressed memory once again flared up in his mind. He would repress it deeper later. So he could forget slamming into his brother's tight ass one minute and then hearing that wretch bleat at him and pleasure the next. Loki thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Thor did not. <laughs> oh God, I'm going to die. Oh, the look on your face. We're not talking about it. Fine. But it was funny. <laughs> Thor thought he heard something mumbled under Loki's breath. It sounded an awful lot like goat fucker, which he chose to ignore. (laughs) How was it that their fighting only made the pain in his groin all the worse? Why did it have to be like that between them? Loki would run his mouth and Thor would want nothing more than to fill it with his cock. Force Loki to take the whole length down his throat. Make him choke as he took his pleasure. (laughs) Then he'd take it from his cuntin' ass after that, fill every one of his holes with seed. (laughs) You're quite in the mood, you know, said Loki, stopping his trot. I've been hard for near an hour. Loki laughed. Oh, I know. A saddle would have prevented this. Oh, I doubt it. You'd be in the same state you are now. 
Only I wouldn't even be able to feel it. Be honest, Thor. This is me you're writing. It doesn't matter what shape I'm in, said Loki. And if you want to fuck me like this, I'm utterly fine with it. More than fine. Do you want to dismount and see how wet I am? Mount me properly, brother. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my god. Loki, Thor groaned, his hands clenching Loki's mane, his hips ground his cock into Loki's back unconsciously. You do, don't you? Return to your natural shape. Let me fuck you. No, if you want if you want me, you do it like this. You keep telling me how much you love me, so prove it. By fucking you as a horse? His cock was throbbing. A unicorn, <laughs> Thor. I am a unicorn. Thor grit his teeth and carefully slid off Loki's back. Fuck it. Fuck me. <laughs> Kneel down for Norn's sake. <laughs> He ignored Loki's cackling as his younger brother did as he was told, his rump lining up nicely to Thor's pelvis as he made his way to stand behind him. His cock was going to burst. He didn't care as long as he could rut something. Oh, why are you using that word? Yeah, of all things, like, why rut? Like, it's just, it, all that makes me think is a firefly and, like, Jane in his bunk. This makes me want to die. <laughs> and Loki hadn't been ki- kidding. His folds were glistening. The pure white hair around it was damp with his slick. Why are you always a mare? With <laughs> his slick? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Why are you always a mare? Really? You're complaining right now? It's not a complaint. I just don't see... Why you don't keep both your cock and cunt like you normally have? Why choose only one when you're an animal? It's really not the time, Thor. <laughs> oh, now is the time. You're being... You're just being pretty, too picky now. Pretty like, fucking judgy there. Thor rolled his eyes and unfastened his pants. I can't believe I'm doing this, he thought. This is likely why Mjolnir has forsaken me. Ugh. <laughs> 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 <sighs> This is this is coloring that Thor the Unworthy from the last couple years in a really weird way for me. Like Jane Foster Thor is because Thor couldn't keep like his dick out of his brother. Dick out of his is like a fucked up way of reading that story, you know. But now it is my headcanon. Yeah, (laughs) you need to keep talking to me. Oh please, you've been hard this entire time. There was friction, (laughs) not enough to cause that. Loki turned his great head and eyed Thor's cock. It stood angrily red and defiant in the face of Thor's denial. The fat wet a head wet with his pre-spend and constantly oozing. Shut up, Loki. I just the language is I, I so good. His- the language is so good, like the pre-spend and shit. Like this is so I love it. Oh. It's so gross. It's like angry. Like I picture his like testicles like cross arm right. you know like kind of like i don't like it Arr, i don't want to do this his, his cock is throbbing hard but his like testicles are just like no thank you <laughs> all right we're anyway. we're a little over halfway guys we're almost there thank god loki's reply was cut off by a grasp as thor shoved four fingers into his quim he pumped them in and out at a harsh pace, turning his hands so that his thumb could brush his brother's large clit at random. Loki was different like this. Of course he was. He was a fucking unicorn of all damned things. But his quim was much larger than he- <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but his quim was much larger than he was normal shaped. Thor's cock was large. 
but not as large as Waldafari's likely was. A fact that still pissed Thor off. Would Loki even feel his cock? Growling, Thor withdrew his fingers, shoved Loki's tail to the side, and slammed into him. His cunt was looser than he was used to. Their difference inside made Thor feel like he was fucking into a Loki if he had been born a fully grown giant rather than a runt with the tightest pussy Thor had ever fucked. It was frustrating. Can you even feel this? It's different, not like I imagined. Then make your cunt tighter. Where's the realism in that? Thor growled. <laughs> Since when can Loki actually transform himself into other beings? Like, he can make, cast illusions, right? Uh, it like, depends on if you're going, like, you know, mythological like Loki or not. Comic book. Or, yeah. I think that might be why it's both. <laughs> and, the, and the comic book version has been able to, like, disguise itself as animals and stuff before. Yeah, it's just the movies where they kind of, like, have hedged away from, like, him actually being able to morph kind of thing. Okay, well, as long as there's skin and it's published for this, this still tracks with comic book Thor to me at least a little bit. So Thor growled and thrust harder. He fisted Loki's tail as Loki's juices wet his stomach and pelvis. It wasn't much. How does he fist the tail? I, I think that's an unfortunate that's choice of words, right? Colloquialism. <laughs> it wasn't much different from any other day. Loki always did get wet for him. Some of his favorite moments were when Loki would ride his tongue and Thor would be drenched from face to chest. He c- Oh my dear fucking Jesus. <laughs> he could spend the rest of his life buried between his brother's thighs and want for nothing more. And when Thor managed to make Loki come so hard he squirted, well, that was just a running tally of Thor's own personal victories. <laughs> come on now put your back into it really thor the way you're going i ah loki cried out in shock as <laughs> thor's cock invaded his asshole without warning his thrusting the same pace as it was when he was in his cunt a little warning you bastards <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta gotta give advance warning for that. <laughs> Thor snorted. I didn't even have to prep you. Your ass is tighter than your cunt, though. I'll give you that. Loki snorted and clenched his sphincter. He had to admit, Thor did feel better there, and his cock was drenched from his quim that that oh was so drenched from his quim that it had been slippery enough to push him without stretching. Nope, that's not how that works, but okay, I mean. Thor curled himself around Loki's rump and slid his cock home over and over. He could feel himself getting close, that tingling sensation at the base of his spine and the burning in his balls. He snapped his hips three, four more times and groaned his release into his brother's bowels. (laughs) So unsexy. (laughs) (laughs) He pressed a kiss onto his brother's short-haired back. That's it? Oh, shut up. (laughs) When have I ever left you unfinished? Thor pulled out and sat back on his haunches as Loki lowered himself, staring at Loki's backside. He'd already gone this far, so why not? He traced Loki's labia, marveling at the wetness, but once again pushing in with four fingers. He kept working them in, and eventually his thumb joined the rest. Loki's greedy cunt sucked his hand right in, and Loki finally started mewling in pleasure. Thor wondered how far he could get his arm in as he worked it like a cock, thrusting into Loki. With his other hand, he felt around for Loki's engorged clit and stroked it in time with his arm. (laughs) Thor, Thor, Thor. 
It wasn't long before Thor <laughs> grinned in triumph as Loki let out a neigh. His arms, his arm was soaked in cum. His cock was also deciding. <laughs> his cock was also deciding that it was interested in another round. Oh, Thor! I have indulged you, so turn back. We're not yet finished. Loki flopped over onto his side and Thor watched the silky white coat fade into the pale soft skin that he so loved. Hooves became hands and feet. Loki's colorful rainbow mane reverted into raven black. His single horn split back into the familiar dual horns of the circlet. How would you have me? On your back, trickster. (laughs) Loki laughed as Thor manhandled him as such and pulled him towards the Thunderer's stiff prick. His legs fell on either side of Thor's hips as Thor gripped Loki's cock and gave it a few firm tugs. Thor watched as Loki's head fell back and he moaned. He intended to make Loki come untouched from his prick as Thor's cock spread his quim wide on his thick length. He pulled... I, I am really hesitating here because the grammar has gotten really bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He pushed two digits inside Loki and was satisfied that he could take three easily. His fingers spread through the wetness there with ease, and so would his cock. Loki huffed and waved his hand to clean Thor's cock. <laughs> really, Thor, hygiene. That was just up my ass. <laughs> I, I mean, when you're typing with one hand, the grammar is going to be you yeah. know, gonna diminish yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. Oh. Yeah. And I like that in this magical world, they're still worried about going from two to one. Yeah, he's still still can't go ass to mouth, mouth, right? Like, he's still can't. Never go ass to mouth. Yeah, never go ass to mouth, guys. In the heat of the moment, sometimes, guys. Someone cued the more you know graphic. (laughs) (laughs) Thor rolled his eyes and guided his clean but still slick cock into his brother and groaned as he filled him. His hands gripped Loki's hips hard. There would be bruises. Sliding into Loki was what he imagined Valhalla would be like. Warm, welcoming, perfect. Loki held him inside him (laughs) so perfectly. Got real poetic there. Loki held him inside him so perfectly, gripped his cock greedily, as if he never wanted to part with the thickness spreading his lips apart. So much tighter in his natural form than that blasted unicorn shape. This time his cock was snug inside its home. <laughs> Loki, Thor grunted and started to move, each thrust bringing a gasp or moan from his brother beneath him. Picking up the pace, Thor fucked hard into Loki. Leaning down, he caught his mouth with his own and forced his tongue past, yielding lips. Loki's arms wound himself around Thor's broad shoulders, hanging onto him with every shove and twist of Thor's hips. Loki's nails dug hard into the meat of his shoulders as Thor reached down a hand to play with his brother's clit. He could feel Loki's hard cock smearing pre-cum all over their stomachs as it was trapped between them. <laughs> it's so fucking graphic. Like, I don't know. like, it's not sexy. It's so graphic. You know what I mean? Like, he's smearing pre-cum everywhere. I'm like, no, I'm not. This is not fun at all. Like, is that erotic to anybody? Please picture for a moment you're listening to people act this out, like, in a in a group oh God, of academics even, like... that you've just been listening to talk about their research all day. Oh my God! That's I mean, horrific. I just uh, I want two academics in like, the horse costume, you know, like the the back. the vaudevillian you know, horse costume, yeah. vaudevillian yeah. horse costume. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like one of them is Tom Hiddleston in the front. You know, like 
this being like, <laughs> put your fingers in my quim. Like, <laughs> All right, we're almost there. It wasn't much longer before Loki was tensing up. Oh. His quim tightening and clamping down hard on <laughs> Thor's thick length. Thor loved fucking Loki through orgasm, loved being gripped tight in his depths, loved feeling his cum try to gush past his cock. Thor held back his own orgasm. He wanted Loki to spill from both ends, lifting his brother higher on his hips. <laughs> Thor stuck. <laughs> I don't think that shit works that way, but okay. You, you definitely have to clean off your dick before you go ask a pussy, but you can totally shoot cum all the way through a person's body. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's science. Yes. Yeah, Asgardian science. Oh, God. You don't know Asgardian biology. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, that's the most real bad for them, but like the other thing, totally fine. Lifting his brother higher on his hips. Thor stuck a still wet finger beneath Loki and pressed it against his anus. Loki whined and Thor pressed it all the way in, searching out his prostate as his hip still worked his cock inside Loki's cunt. When Loki stiffened and squeaked, he knew he had found that little bundle. Loki's cock twitched and in the next moment his seed was spraying across his stomach. Thor removed his finger and regripped Loki's hips as he hammered his way into Loki's wetness, his own orgasm upon him as he let out a roar. Hot seed filled Loki's cunt, overflowing and being fucked out past Thor's own cock every time his th- hips thrust forward. So great was his flow. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, I just, like, what? so mighty what? was his flow. So pure. <laughs> But wait, like what? Okay, that's that's gonna be the next the next Marvel reboot will be the mighty flow of Thor. (laughs) Taika Waititi's Thor four, right there. He jerked his hips twice more before falling onto Loki, panting. Loki pressed a kiss to his shoulder and ran his hands through Thor's hair. Feel better now? Asked Loki. Thor made a non-committal sound. Loki huffed a laugh and nuzzled Thor's head. They drifted like that for a while, not caring that they were in the middle of the road and that it had been lucky there had been no traffic that day. And if <laughs> Jesus Christ. And if <laughs> and I was picturing this in the middle of an interstate. I know that's not the case. <laughs> like the middle of the 403 or some shit. Just like, oh, imagine just watching Tom fucking Hiddleston getting railed by fucking Chris Hemsworth in the middle of the highway. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what? Well, I'm picturing it now, Mark. <laughs> well, you are now, right? Yeah. And <laughs> oh, if Loki boy. had worded the area oh, and detoured anyone, he would never say, I have to piss. <laughs> There are many trees around. Don't let me stop you, said Loki. I meant to just do it here. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Okay. We've come this far. You know what, Brad? Literally. Yeah, we have gone this far. They're outdoors. It's not like they've got to take the carp out. You know, like, may as well just just fucking get into it. Don't need the rubber Loki shield. slapped Thor upside the head. You were not pissing inside of me. I just fucked you as a horse. Unicorn. You could do this one thing for me. Loki crumbled. Fine, fine. Whatever, you pig. Cow. I swear, Thor, I will make you fuck me as a cow next time. Thor laughed. Or maybe I'll turn into Odin while I ride you so you can watch his flabby tits flop around. Stop me- Stop making me laugh. It's hard to go. Then go to a... <laughs> You can tell this writer is just testing the waters for future sequels yeah. with all of these like 
<laughs> all these uh, oh. threats. Stop making me laugh. It's hard to go. Then go into a, go to a bush like a normal person. Shh, shut up. I'm trying to be in your bush. <laughs> <laughs> like why like why, <laughs> I, why I can't fucking believe you Thor just mm. laughed and then moaned when his soft cock started to let out a trickle of urine <laughs> that turned into a steady stream that's so good Loki <laughs> I swear we're almost done <laughs> so hard to get through Loki rolled his eyes, then grimaced as he felt uh, Thor's piss start to flow around his brother's cock and out of his cunt, mixing with their cum and semen. They were an utter mess. It's getting cold. Then use your magic. I think you like the mess. Loki snorted. Was that payback for turning into a goat that one time? We're not talking about it. You still came, you pervert. Loki shrinked when Thor pinched him in the side. I said we were never talking about that. Loki's laughter filled the air. At least he knew he wasn't the only one who loved unicorns anymore. Or horses, for that matter. And we're done. <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was... God, that was art. That was a ride. That was a that fucking. Was... That was fucking art. Is what that it, was. It was <laughs> for Thor. At least. <laughs> I honestly, I, I feel like we got to get Thor like the Tenacious D album, the first one. Fucker gently, because like you don't always have to fuck her hard. You know what I mean? In fact, sometimes that's not right sometimes. to do. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I could probably do the whole song if I wanted to get into it. Jesus. All right. All right. Uh, Paul. Well, what are guys. what are you going to share with us? How did you first encounter it? Well, guys, I also went on fanfiction.net and searched just Pokemon smut. Oh god, this is going to be amazing. Because oh, <laughs> uh, it's here's one of the things I like about this particular fanfiction is that it's so weirdly generic but still stars Pokemon for some <laughs> reason. And I'm really excited to read it. So here we go. This is called Story of a Pokemon Brothel. <laughs> Wait. By Sinful Nature 1123. Wait, is the implication that you go to the brothel to fuck Pokemon? That is correct, Mark. That is the that is the implication. Oh, Jesus Christ. And All right. The- <laughs> like <that's- laughs> All right. It does not waste time, so here we go. <laughs> the Pokemon Brothel, where trainers Pokemon and trainers themselves, if they're into that can get their rocks off with a well-trained Pokemon for a reasonable price. <laughs> That's important. Yeah. I mean, you gotta budget your Poke dollars so yeah, you can catch Pokemon and yeah, also fuck them. Fuck them right? so, yeah, yeah. Like, is there, wait, is there yeah. a barter, though, too? Can you, like, trade in some, like, some spare Pokemon you got sitting around? Or oh, oh, some candy well, or some Poke This, poke is, this is a weird, this, well, this you is a sex tell- slavery conversation we're starting to have here. Like, this, I'm uncomfortable <laughs> now. Oh, oh here. Because right. here we go. Okay, right away. Here we go. Evie licked the man's tip teasingly, while Pikachu <laughs> couldn't resist deep throating her client right away. Both were male and had a thing for oral. Evie and Pikachu jumped at the chance as they enjoyed the taste of cum more than any of the other girls. Like <laughs> it's, ba- it's just showgirls, but Pokemon. But like, <laughs> All right, worse. The man's cock throbbing as Evie gave one long, slow lick along his shaft. Pikachu's guy was already coming, filling her mouth with warm cum. Evie liked to savor it 
and kept teasing until she could tell that he couldn't take it anymore and completely engulfed him. (laughs) The man came with a grunt, sending a flood of delicious seed into her mouth, which she promptly swallowed. (laughs) The two weren't done, though, both still hard. Pikachu got to her fours immediately, letting the man grab her hips and thrust hard into her. But, like, Pikachu is, like, two feet yeah, tall. Yeah, like, Pikachu's tiny, exactly. right? So, like, so, like somebody has not yeah. taken into account the physics, of the, the geometry of this. This is my favorite part of this, is that there's no consideration for, like... It's, it's literally somebody just took a fucking Bravo story and just inserted Pikachu and Eevee. So good. Well, don't worry, guys, because another wild Pokemon has appeared. Oh, God. (laughs) How wild. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Evie had to go take care of another client, one who'd asked for her specifically. So the second guy had to wait until Rattata got into the room. Rattata, by the way, is like... Little purple rat Pokemon. A little purple rat about like half a (laughs) foot long. Basically the size of a cock sleeve is what you're saying. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but by that point, he was so riled up, he didn't even introduce himself. Just grabbed the little mouse and forced her down hard into his lap, impaling her on oh his cock. <laughs> Radita didn't mind, really. But he, did... <laughs> but he didn't need to be so rough. He put his hand on her head and pushed down to get his cock deeper into her. Radita had taken as many clients as the others had, but was still a relatively small Pokemon, and it still stretched her out to take someone Jesus. big. <laughs> this writing is so bad. It's so bad. Still, it was a part of the job. <laughs> Radita waiting until the man came. Naturally, he saw no reason to pull out when he did, filling Radita <laughs> with cum. Pikachu. Jesus, the guys. these guys just aren't like take aren't like taking any time whatsoever. No, not at all. It's just like instant, like yeah. whatever. Pikachu, seeing the guys still wasn't done, told Rattata to go help Evie with her clients, and she'd let these two double team her. Win, win. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, this is like Jesus. this is the best yeah. Patreon. Uh, fucking content we've ever created like we're gonna we can do this (laughs) people will pay us to read this shit every week 10 bucks a week guys everybody's gonna want it this is the best show ever evie's client had a specific fetish for evie's but his friend didn't so radita took him when radita got there evie was being fucked from behind from the look on her face the guy was doing a pretty good job too evie's eye (laughs) Evie's eyes were slitted, her mouth lulling open in pleasure as her tail curled around her head. Evie, either having gotten so lost in pleasure that she couldn't control her tail anymore, or she was inviting him to fuck her ass. Perhaps both. I don't know what happened to the grammar there, but like, I guess (laughs) she's just like, okay. The friend seemed perfectly content watching, a voyeur, no doubt but was thrilled when Radita got there to pleasure him while he watched. She gripped his member with her small, soft hands, stroking him off while sucking on the tip of his cock. And again, this is a mouse. <laughs> it's like a rat-sized Pokemon, right? Like a rat-sized? Yeah. It's a rat-sized, a, a it's a rat-sized rat. Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. He came fast, 
guys, these guys are just, like, just coming in. Like, fucking fire like, hoses here. Like, just, just turn on the tap. Ready to go. This is yeah. clearly written by women that have never touched I a penis yeah. in their lives. <laughs> Which is hilarious, because, like, usually you would expect this to be written by men who never touched a vagina in their entire lives. But it's 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 cool that there exists both sides of that coin. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 He came fast, and Radita licked her face and paws clean. Radita figured she could get a break afterwards, but was called back to the room Pikachu was in. With- she was only with one client now, a primate. So now it's Pokemon on Pokemon. So this is like <laughs> where it starts to get interesting. Because primate is a an a monkey, like like gorilla fighting type Pokemon. With ju- so it's here just we a go. bluff ball with arms sticking out of the side of its head. <laughs> And a dick, apparently, because... <laughs> Somewhere under all that hair. Yeah, He'd requested two girls, one to fuck and one to watch get eaten out by the other. Knowing Ratata would likely be walking funny for a week, <laughs> Pikachu took him instead, getting on all, all her fours while Ratata got on her back in front of her. Ratata moaned as Pikachu began licking the outside of her pussy, before pushing mm. inside to eat her. The primate grunted his approval of the sight. Oh, that sounds awful! For a few moments before lining up to Pikachu and ramming in hard. Why did I the do pri- this, guys? Why did I suggest this? <laughs> That's not Why how you, you do that! Primate were not known for being gentle. <laughs> Pikachu cried no. out as she was stretched from behind. <laughs> Coming almost immediately again, like fucking instant coming. Okay, fine. <laughs> Feeling the tightness that came a result, not as a result, came a result of Pikachu's climax. The primate was spurred to get even rougher. Pikachu bit down on Radita's clit. Oh god, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Practic- practically chewing her pussy up as she was. Oh my fucked. god, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna ask, was I've been doing that wrong the whole fucking time? Like, is that what they want? I, okay, that's why you're oh, single. Am okay. I supposed to bite the pussy? <laughs> Next time I'll bite a pussy. Yeah. I guess you didn't. You didn't just, just bite, bite down. You gotta, you that's just, so that's what yeah. you're telling me to do. Is bite down. Don't ask. Don't ask for permission for it. Just out. do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost done, guys. Right. Three paragraphs right. left. I All hope right. you're ready. Oh, okay. Intense as it was, Radita was enjoying coming hard every few minutes. Again, like <laughs> just constantly. So good. But then Pikachu lost control of her electricity. Finally, there's something like Pokemon. I was say, this is the first play. time like an actual Pokemon thing has happened in this story so far, except for the size differentials like they, we've gotten into. Yeah, feels like a missed opportunity. But here yeah, we go. I mean, it. it, it like, why not have Squirtle? Where's Squirtle in this? Like, where's where's like, <laughs> you choice, right? But like, fuck me! This like, you're just doing little Squirtle just spraying all over everybody, basically, right? I guess, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it only happened when Squ- Pikachu Squirtle's, was really big. Squirtle's the lube dispenser in the corner of the room. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> all right, I'm done. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> uh, oh my god! Sorry. All right. Continue. All right. Okay. All right. It only happened when Pikachu was really being fucked <laughs> silly, like she was by the oversized primate. 
the primate didn't seem to notice it, or at least was so focused on coming that he didn't care. Ratata, on the other hand, was shocked mercilessly. <laughs> Ratata hated, hated being electrocuted. Uh, had ever since she'd been the one to entertain a Jolteon, another electric-type Pokemon, okay. It always brought her more pain than pleasure. Pikachu tried to control herself, but every orgasm caused her to lose even more focus, upping the voltage even more until it was practically a combat attack. It took took the primate two hours to come. Suddenly it takes by which I can (laughs) Pikachu was more was more or less brain dead and Radita was frayed all over still she had work to do and forced herself up Radita got cleaned off and went to her next client (laughs) (laughs) thanks Mark For so, everybody who does not know what just happened, Mark is, stay- Mark is uh, staying over at his parents' house right now, and Mark and Paul's mom, Karen, just got to hear the end of that story. And and Dance Robot Dance super fan, Karen yeah, Ouellette. Yeah, so my mom just and, got to hear the end of that, and she's she's looking pretty fucking traumatized. I think she's going to go now. <laughs> and, and I just canceled my flight back to Canada. Yeah, he's not going to be home anymore either, because he heard that, so that's the end of that. <laughs> Bye, Mom. Bye forever. (laughs) Bye forever, he says. (laughs) Everybody wants you to come home. That was the number one request yesterday. Like, hey, where's Paul? We were like, in Korea? Like, I don't know what to tell you guys. Yeah. Like, prepping his dramatic reading for Pokemon. Well, that's what I said to him. Like, you should listen to this week's episode. I told everybody they should listen to this week's episode specifically because I'm like, it's going to be fucking disgusting. And like oh a couple of people were like, "What are you doing?" We're like erotic fan fiction readings, and they were like, "Why?" And I'm like, <laughs> "This is why. This is why." Because I almost <laughs> died right there. Like I literally, like, mom walked in, and I was like, "Oh no!" Like this, I have to like here. <laughs> listen to what your son is, your favorite son is reading right now for my podcast uh, audience. No longer not favorite a, son. Not anymore. No, no. Not anymore. No. No. <laughs> Oh, she boy. has oh. no sons anymore. Yeah, just after she, after bought, goodbye forever, mom. After she's gonna adopt Christie. Yeah. Well, I think she wants to anyway. So like that's 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 a that's an issue that's already come that's up. Fine. <laughs> so welcome to the strange world of Pokemon erotica, which uh, isn't really Pokemon specific until like the last the last like quarter. Yeah, <laughs> which is one of my favorite parts of it. It was just so generic. It was just kind of like. You have zero imagination. You've got this entire Pokemon world. Like, at least, like, the Thor Loki one. Like, <laughs> so, like, you were using the medium, man. Like, that was, like, <laughs> definitely, like, a thing. This is just kind of, like... And then, like, faceless dudes that just have endless cum, apparently. Yeah. Endless cum and one Pikachu that uses electric attacks during <laughs> sex. Okay. electro so yeah. Then, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And oh, that is the world that they live in. So there you go. All right. Uh, uh, my, my turn, I guess. <laughs> so I have a uh, an erotic fan fiction that uh, falls under the uh, Bag and Shield. Uh, mm. <laughs> Bag and Shield <laughs> umbrella. Uh, this is a Hobbit, Bilbo Baggins, and Thorin Oakenshield uh, pairing. 
let's see, called We Are uh, We Still Are Made of Greed, which is apparently the name of an Imagine Dragon song. So that sets you up for fucking wow. disappointment right there. Wow, we're at that, we're at that level, eh? We're stealing Imagine Dragon songs. Fuck. Yep. All right. It is, uh, it is written by an author called Fideliant. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to, there's a lot of tags, so I'm not going to go through them. You'll figure out the tags as we go. <laughs> my my <laughs> tags were more of a trigger warning. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there's, there's definitely some of those here, but figure if people have gotten this far, they can probably handle at least what I've got here. Uh, all right. I'm really, really sorry about this. The Hobbit says once again, Thorin arches an eyebrow. The apology sounds far too genuine in light of a number of things. He's been stripped naked for one, and the thick cloth wadded in his mouth renders coherent speech impossible. (laughs) The bed Thorin's tied down on is one of those four posters, with covers and a quilt that's comfortable enough against his bare back and smells faintly of soap. And possibly, (laughs) possibly the most peculiar of all, which is saying something, there's a wide cushion beneath his hips, forcing them up and exposing his bare groin to the whole room. I appreciate this guy's effort to kind of like hit that Tolkien kind of pattern. You know, you know what I mean? Like he's trying to get there, right? The, the description. But, and yeah, yeah. Like he's adding the little, yeah. like, like the little asides and stuff like that. I'm like, hey, you know, <laughs> you like, it's not great, but like, it's not good. Like he knows what he's trying. He knows what he's trying to do, which is like, yeah, that's the first step in yeah. accomplishing something. <laughs> I guess. But that that's that soap smell with the four poster bed immediately puts me in grandma territory and <laughs> yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah. Getting all no. clenched up, getting all clenched up about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everything about it. It's <laughs> terrible. Keep going. In, in the ropes wrapped around them, his wrists and ankles are padded, and they're secured with just enough slack in them for him to lie as comfortably as possible without any tension on his arms and legs. But otherwise, keep him stretched out and prevent him from moving at all for now he hasn't had a wash in a week on the road oh no for how he hasn't uh, had a wash in a week on the road he feels dot 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 unusually clean even more so in his private regions almost like he's been wiped down he doesn't know if it's hobbit custom to ensure that the people they kidnap are cleaned up once captured but all the same the fact is more disconcerting than it is strange do hobbits take prisoners like is that a regular thing? no they, they, they do they do in this no, one they do now. I've, never, I've never thought of a hobbit as like a hostage taker you know what i mean like that's a so very... this is very much like a uh, topping from the bottom story <laughs> uh, uh here's what he does know by now though piping hot tea isn't necessarily free of sleeping drafts even when offered by comely gentle hobbits who invite you into their home None of that sentence was I English. Didn't, <laughs> yeah, I didn't slip you too much, did I? The hobbit says worriedly, <laughs> peering into Thorin's eyes and palming his forehead as if checking for a fever. He shakes his head, clearing brown curls out of his eyes. Three drops is usually enough, but you're so big, you know. <laughs> Thorin tries to reply. I don't like that he- Bilbo is drugging Thorin. <laughs> Just, I don't like this. I have read a lot of Bag and Shields. <laughs> I don't like the take on it. Thorn tries to reply, except the cloth gag reduces all noises he makes to a feeble sort of grunt. And yes, it's probably too late to regret his incognito visit to this region of Middle Earth. Getting lost was one thing, but getting separated from Balin was another. And now this, whatever is going on here, he supposes he'll have one hell of a story to tell, presuming he manages to get over the humiliation first someday. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> so it's it's a non-con, dub con, and yep. humiliation. Yep. Great. I'm so I'm glad I can check off all these boxes because <laughs> that's what I needed from Bag and Shield. Yep. Okay. Continue. <laughs> I know you must be very confused and very upset, the halfling continues, now checking the knots that keep Thorin tied to the bed. But I had no choice. Honestly, I didn't. Confused? Most definitely a little. Upset? Not the precise word Thorin had in mind. Furious sounds about right. Perhaps seething, but they're not quite there yet. You're so close, and I'm so close too. If I let you out there, then someone else would have gotten to you, and I've been waiting so long. Years and years, and then you come along on my front step when we're both about to... <clears throat> it was too good to pass up, you understand. Hmm, definitely a bit more confused now. Thorn muffles, what was, around the gag and earns a sympathetic look. Here's, here it goes, guys. I need to be claimed, declares the halfling. He puts his hand over Thorin's crotch and gives him a gentle squeeze. By a big, strong mate who will breed and take care of me. And you're just perfect. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um. That... <laughs> that doesn't explain as much as the Hobbit seems to believe it should. Mm. There's something Thorin's clearly missing here. Yeah. But he can't even begin to sort it out in his head. Yep. With he's not alone. Like He's totally to... not alone right now. I have no idea what's going on. I'm very confused. I'm pretty what sure I just fingers? saw you leave your body, Mark. <laughs> my, my soul escaped. It was just like, oh god, it's, it's too much. <laughs> oh, what with fingers closing around his flaccid length and stroking him slowly, he closes his eyes, trying his hardest to think of other things. Thorne's like baseball, 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 <laughs> anything at all. Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. Man, a lot of Austin Powers references this week. Hey, man, it's on Netflix again. I just watched it this week. You know? so, <laughs> that first one's a genius movie. I love the first one so much. So candy. Uh, try, trying his hardest to think of other things, anything at all to distance himself from the sensation of smooth skin reverently caressing the shaft of his cock. Shouldn't be much longer, he hears. This is the exact same moment Thorin feels the dry tip of a finger pushing against his arsehole and sliding in without warning, and his eyes fly open outside of his own volition because he's rarely been touched there before. Had experimented with it maybe once or twice in his life when he was fooling about with another dwarf, but it's not at all like what he'd expect. I mean, it's, it's a dry finger. That's still going to hurt, guys. Like, the just... Ho- no. The no. Hobbit. Probably hasn't trimmed his nails in a while, either. Think about that. Oh, He's digging in the garden. Yeah, Those hobbits are dirty fuckers. You know what I mean? Like, gardening? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, he's... Uh-oh. he's He's boiling them and mashing them and sticking them in a stew. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. The hobbit's, the hobbit's finger swivels, grazing some imperceptible place inside of him, oh. and Thorin's breath hitches in his throat. Oh, do you like it there? The hobbit returns his finger j- vaguely to the general area and searches about with it, pressing down periodically, and, ah, a teasing prod here and a tickle there at a, what feels like something up his arse. And Thorn bites down on the gag to stop a moan from getting loose. 
He, str- uh. he struggles briefly, arching off the bed before the robes force him back down again. For all his best efforts, he's already hard and throbbing in the hobbit's palm. And if this keeps up, he's going to. He needs more, but he's going to come like this, naked and bound and vulnerable at the mercy of this hobbit and his dexterous hands. <laughs> <laughs> Plus six decks. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, but zero zero charisma because you had to drug somebody. <laughs> he's he's been charming about it. What though. I really appreciate is Tim's Hobbit voice when he does that dialogue with the Hobbit. Like he goes up like an octave, but it's real subtle. It's real good. Like it's really working for me. It's super fucking good. Oh man! Wait, just wait for this then. Then I'm I'm going to milk you a little before we get on with the real thing, if that's okay. <laughs> If that's Hobbit, okay. <laughs> Hobbit says with a small smile, nothing wrong with testing the product. So now he cares about consent. <laughs> Thorin frowns. No, he doesn't. Thorin frowns and tries to protest again, but the finger buried in his arse is swiftly joined by another, still dry apparently, and he can't help uh... it. He bears down instinctively, only there's no hope in expelling the Hobbit's invading digits. They sink deeper, curling up and down and massaging at his insides with gentle probing thrusts until Thorin's scrabbling his nails against the sheets. Good word. Every now and again, they brust against that sweet spot, and he just startles, unable to do anything else. I need to find out more about what you like, he's told, a statement that's punctuated with a wiggling of fingers making him clench again. To make this go along a bit quicker... Not long now, just enjoy yourself, all right? The hobbit draws out, then thrusts in again until Thorn can feel knuckles resting against his hole. There's no stretch beyond the solid fullness of both fingers occupying him, but that and the hand on his cock, a thumb circling and rubbing into his slit, is enough to spark more waves of indomitable pleasure. They wash over him with every nudge and stroke, bringing him closer to orgasm. And while he pulls himself back the best he can, as his position allows, he can only do so much. When the hobbit reaches lower to fondle his balls. No nice word for balls, apparently. <laughs> I, I was just thinking, this guy's really good about the thesaurus stuff. And then he's just like, hey, uh, balls, he's balls cocking balls, boy. He's, he's cocking balls. Cock and balls. <laughs> he's got, just go play with his cocking balls a little. <laughs> when the hobbit reaches lower to fondle his balls, his breaths turn ragged, almost helpless, while the heat continues to build like storm water caught behind a dam. Look how hard you are, the hobbit notes, giving Thorin's cock a firm upward stroke and smiling at him. This will do very nicely. Burning with humiliation, Thorin turns his face into the pillow. He doesn't want this, can't want this, even though it's nothing but pleasure in its purest form, and he hasn't been this aroused in decades. He pulls on the rope with his right hand hard, estimating how much strength he would need to shear it at its weakest point. If he could just get one hand free, just one, that would be all it took. A hot wetness seals itself on his cock, arresting Thorin's attention once more, and it takes a second for him to realize that the hobbit has ducked down to swallow the head of his cock. All he can see is brown, curly hair, but above that, above and beyond that, the sensation of its sweep sweeps up him in its relentlessness. The finger, apparently just one finger, we're back to one now, still buried in his arse, continues prodding, uninterrupted by the addition of damp suction around his glands. <laughs> around his glands! <laughs> it's so... It's 
so clinical. <laughs> clinical. Like that's so grossly clinical. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. And, and Thorin oh, doesn't know if his captor has done it before or is just really gifted at this. But the tongue running <laughs> along his length is slow and careful and seems to know exactly where to go. He's already rushing towards climax and straining with his bonds, desperate to just touch himself and get it over with. The hobbit makes a humming sound, gives his fingers a deliberate twist, and Thorin can no no longer hold back the groans. They spill past the gag and gurgles, muffled by the thick fabric of the cloth between between the fingers scrubbing away inside him and the mouth moving on his cock. The pleasure has reached the point where it's overwhelming, too bright bright and too visceral, itching up his spine and pinpricks and tightening his abdomen and stealing control of his own body away from him. Despite his initial intention, he already wants to come more than he doesn't, whatever it takes to achieve relief from the sheer threat of overstimulation. When he reaches the edge, finally, it's from one last suckle at the crown of his cock that leads into a ravenous swallow down his entire length. The hobbit gives his sack a gentle roll, (laughs) and the thorn comes down his throat. He jerks his hips upwards in frenzied thrusts, seeking contact in the warm comfort of a diligent mouth. And by the time he has a hold of himself again, wait, he's shaking and wait, sweating. Wait, did you say that sentence again? <laughs> he jerks his hips upward in fre- upwards in frenzied thrusts, seeking contact in the warm comfort of a diligent mouth. Jesus Christ, that's like poetry <laughs> and- right there. Like, just... <laughs> We've all been there, guys. Yeah, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And by the time we've all been there, thrusting up into a hobbit's warm, damp mouth. (laughs) And by the time he has a hold of himself again, he's shaking and sweating in a complete mess by any conceivable standard. He can't even eke out a response as he's licked clean, then lowered back down. (sighs) You taste marvelous, the hobbit says delightfully, smacking his lips. I'm so lucky to have found you. Oh, our children will be absolutely beautiful. Thorn blows out a long breath through his nose and closes his eyes. He wonders if he yells loud enough whether Balin will be able to locate and free him. As much as he's loath to admit it, things could probably be much worse. He could be traveling with Owen after all, and then that'd truly be it for him. It's just, I don't know, I think you could be more open, do you reckon? Thorin has a few seconds to think about this means before the Hobbit shrugs and says, no harm playing safe, I guess. We can stretch you out a teeny bit more, and then we should both be in full heat when that's done. Oh, wow. That's... <laughs> that was just the start. Mmm, <laughs> Thorin says as the Hobbit leaves the room. For the next few minutes... Thorne discovers that the ropes tying him down are of very good quality indeed. No amount of bucking, tugging, or struggling gets him remotely closer to freedom, and he is trying to reach the knots with his fingers when the hobbit walks back in, bringing a small basin along with him and putting it on the bed between Thorne's spread legs. Sorry I took so long, he says. Forgot to put this on the boil is all. I get so scatterbrained sometimes, honestly. I'll get started. Just try to relax. With a pair of tongs, he lifts an- this. We're getting really medical here. <laughs> With a pair of tongs, he lifts an object out of the basin and holds it in the air, allowing Thorin to take a good look. It's a long, slender metal rod, perhaps copper or brass, with a curve in its length, about two thirds of its length down. Thick, clear liquid coats its surface with the excess dripping off it and back into the basin. Well, Why was this brought to a boil? 
to disinfect it. Yeah. yeah. You don't know, you don't know what, what was happening with this thing earlier, right? <laughs> we don't know how many other dwarfs this thing has been inside. <laughs> this is definitely going to be in a dwarf in a second. But like... <laughs> the hobbit holds the object at its top end and wraps his other hand around Thorin's still partially erect cock, pulling back the No spin. word for dildo in fucking Tolkien verse, I guess? Like, is that what's happening? <laughs> Come on, Alicia, there's got to be a dildo word. Oh, she just dropped that again. Yeah, what's what's <laughs> what's dildo in uh, Cinderin? <laughs> The hobbit holds the object at its top end and wraps his other hand around Thorin's still partially erect cock, pulling back the skin and lifting it until it's perfectly straight. Ugh. Thorin says, wide-eyed with the terror of sudden realization. He tries to flinch away, but the ropes hold him fast. Seeming to read his distressed expression, the hobbit chuckles. Don't worry, I promise you it won't be as bad as it looks. The tip of the object touches Thorin's slit and bobs there teasing against his opening it's oddly warm i'm sorry by using slit it makes it sound like he's about to sound yeah right up, right up the piss hole <laughs> well, no, yeah. See, like yeah, my question is like you saying slit i'm like does is thorn implied to be a hermaphrodite in this story like i don't understand what's going on this is very confusing no i'm pretty sure that i'm pretty sure this is like an ass cunt situation oh uh, okay fair enough all right yeah yeah that's uh i mean usually people will then call it a cleft not a slit <laughs> a cleft is the word I sh- we should be using here. There we Good go. Good to know. We go. Well, <laughs> taking notes. We'll we'll have to make sure we send all of our notes to yeah, these authors. Yeah, absolutely. When we're done. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, we have some grammar notes for you guys. Yeah. Also, your Pokemon story doesn't have a Pokemon shit in it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Missed opportunities all around. Hey, really? <laughs> could, there's some real erotic knows. play you could do with like some Pokemon powers, but you really dropped the ball there. So. Oh, jeez. All right, man. This. I'm going to have to jump forward at some point. Let's see. Where can I jump to? Fucking Bilbo fucks Thorn's ass for a little while. Get him good and ready. And uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now let's get let's get to the fucking here. This is the Hobbit again. He fiddles with the drawstrings of his dressing robe for a moment before shedding the garment. Thorn can't help but stare because even though he's still shaking all over after he came from having the dildo. There's now a naked hobbit on his belly who swivels around to face him and reaches down to take hold of his own stiffened cock. No, not his cock of something sticking out of his arsehole. It's a plug that he takes out himself long and wooden and so thick it squelches as it slides from the hobbit's body. Oh, Trail- that's fucking gross, man. <laughs> Why is it made out of wood? You can't Trailing sterilize wood. Viscous secretion that drizzles over Thorin's chest. And oh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You get slivers and you get slivers in your butthole, like yeah. slivers in your butt. It, is it is it made of an ent? Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah, shit! It's, it's an ent. This is weapon of the ent wives, really. An ent. Yeah, this is butt plug. We are in. Yeah, kids. Well, phrasing, phrasing. <laughs> I heard it. Yeah, I heard it when I said the ent was. I heard it when I said it. Phrasing. <laughs> and oh, oh. Thorn inhales, and he isn't sure if it's the liquid or the hobbit or if he's hallucinating, but the smell. So heady all of a sudden, so mind-bendingly sweet. <laughs> the fragrance, fragrance rushes him, fills his thoughts, and pushes everything else out. Apparently, hobbits have real intense pheromones, is what we're I was going to say, like, whatever came out of there was a lot nicer than what I was expecting it to smell like, so. Good on the fucking hobbit. A flush rides from Thorin's groin to his brain so quickly he gets lightheaded and he feels his cock jump. I know, the hobbit murmurs, leaning back on his palms and letting out a wistful sigh. 
You smell oh, great, this too. This is so gross. Tilting himself further back gives Thorn a good view of his loosened hole, the puckered skin glistening and leaping copious amounts of fluid. <laughs> He's stretched so wide that he can dip three fingers into himself without effort. We're getting banned from iTunes this week. <laughs> And hell, Thorn would be lying if he said the sight of the hobbit fucking himself open with his fingers wasn't one of the most arousing things he has ever seen. It doesn't help that the smell which Thorn's now positive is coming from the hobbit <laughs> is beginning to make him dizzy. He can't put his finger on whatever it is except that he just wants more and that nothing in his memory has ever came this close to smelling like pure sex. What has... <laughs> What has been what has been done to him all this while is suddenly not the most crucial thing on his mind. It battles with mental images of grabbing the creature in front of him and nosing at his neck like an animal as if doing so will reveal the secrets of that magnificent scent. <laughs> the halfling sighs and rocks forward. The scent grows stronger and Thorin realizes his mouth is watering. His eyes too now that he thinks about it. Well, apparently maybe that smell isn't great. His eyes are watering. He almost With doesn't pleasure. even care about the. Most <laughs> <laughs> eyes who are that are watering are watering with pleasure, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Always a good thing. Weeping, with... <laughs> weeping with joy. <laughs> he almost doesn't even care about the gag in his mouth anymore. It's the only thing stopping him from panting or drooling or both. Take me, the Hobbit murmurs, easing himself down further down Thorin's body. Some tiny part of Thorin's mind is still desperately trying to refocus on escaping, but the rest of it is all for the suggestion because fucking hell. His nostrils are flaring uncontrollably and his cock is harder than it has ever been, and he's never needed it this bad with anyone else before to penetrate, to fuck, to mark with his release. (laughs) Urgent desire seizes him, blood running hot, and he's yanking at the ropes again. Not at all in a bid to get away, but to get at. The hobbit grasps Thorin's cock in both hands, stroking him firmly back to full length and slicking him up. (laughs) Wide-eyed Thorin watches on as he maneuvered into position, and he stops breathing completely when the hobbit can'ts... What? Can'ts his arse at an angle and shoves down onto him with a sharp gasp. Oh. Oh. Thorne's brain only starts working again a short time after. He thinks he might have been screaming at some point, but his throat was already sore anyway, not that it matters. It's wet and hot and snug around his cock. Not tight at all, just right. (laughs) The instinct to thrust is too great, making him arch his back repeatedly. Frustration meets anger and maddening disappointment as the ropes fail to yield. (laughs) Paul looks so disgusted. He does, he really does. This This is the best content. I love this so much. And the most he can manage is a weak sort of bucking that nets him no purchase whatsoever. On top of him, the hobbit rides Thorin, grinding this way and that, until they're both moaning loudly with it. The noises they're making together, gods. So unimaginably obscene, so blatantly pornographic. Pornographic is apparently still a term in Middle Earth. <laughs> but not dildo will notice, you know what I mean? No. Well, fucking dildo don't exist, but pornographic is a thing. Well, at, least, yeah. at least there's porn in Middle Earth. And now that, like, <laughs> according to this fantasy. It's in canon. canon. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if I want to see Middle Earth porn, though, because it's like a lot of, like, you know, uh, dwarfs fucking hobbits and stuff. Wood carving. Yeah. yeah. Who's that? Wood carving of, like, ring wraiths on trolls and shit like oh. that. Like, Oh. Uh, oh god! Or just ants everywhere. Yeah. Oh, the hobbit's eyes flutter. The look in them misted over with bliss. 
he clenches onto Thorn, and it's like being smacked with shock waves of carnal pleasure over and over again. The hobbit lifts off perhaps an inch and plunges back down with another breathy moan. His entrance parts readily around Thorin yet again, the instance of breaching simply too much to behold. The hobbit's body is welcoming and open thanks to the plug, and just about sucks Thorin's cock into cling wetly to him. <laughs> Ooh, God damn it. <laughs> I need to... Yeah, t- Tim chose one that's much longer than the one that I chose, and mine was already pretty uh, long. Uh... <laughs> You're going to skip Bilbo yeah. power-bottoming this guy from the top? Like, this is like the best part of this whole story. <laughs> There's a series of snapping noises. Snap, 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 snap. As Thorin's <laughs> arms and legs fly free, frayed rope whipping through the air. He does it before he can even think. He bolts upward and tackles the hobbit, knocking him off the bed. They tumble to the floor with a bodily thud, where Thorin pins the hobbit's wrists to the wood above his head, spreads his legs wide around his own torso, and simply not stopping to think about any of this fucks into him hard and swift and rough and rough (laughs) (laughs) as you're gonna do to your rapist i guess i (laughs) I mean like oh wow i just really want to like finally get off on my rapist. yep dubcon oh 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 the hobbit bleats his cock slapping up against his stomach and thorin just knows that this is what they both need jesus how fucking big is his cock like what the fuck really (laughs) He thrusts harder, all attention to rhythm forgotten, and he's still buried inside the hobbit, throbbing painfully around his base. He wrenches the gag out of his mouth, throws it without looking, then silences the hobbit's cries with a greedy kiss. As the hobbit comes in thick belts across Thorin's chest, Thorin feels himself pulsing into him again, marking him a second (laughs) time. I'm just going to say... The use of pronouns here makes it very difficult it I'm to hard, know who we're referring yeah, I'm having a hard time referring to like at any given doing time. what to each other, it's and just, it's getting confusing. It's just, it's just dicks everywhere. <laughs> You're mine, Thorin snarls, meaning it with every fiber of his being, and fuck, fuck, he wants to. His skin is ablaze with lust, and it feels like everything, everything is on fire, and he snaps his hips backward. <laughs> Sharply without thinking, he can't pull out, not even the barest of an inch, because he's being held inside by by the knot, or whatever it is that's been done to his cock. Keeping it hard, I don't, I, we must skip that part. <laughs> don't know. Keep, what happened to his dick? Kind of What's going on? <laughs> now I need to know what happened to his cock. <laughs> Keeping it hard to plug the hobbit up, and it hurts, briefly, but just a little bit. He can't focus on the pain at all. <laughs> Too busy with licking his way into the halfling's eager mouth, uh, breathing his decadent scent, taking him in, and his half-shut eyes, gods, the look in them. This, these fucking senses are like Trump rambling. They're, like, there's just, there's just here's a like a dash halfway through a sentence, and then a semicolon, then some commas. It's just fucking like, oh, so rambly. Uh, kind of Lord of the Rings ish. Yeah, that too. <laughs> purple, that a little too. purple, you know, like, yeah, like the tip yeah. of Thorin's dick. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> All right, <sighs> you're welcome. The sight makes Thorin piston in with more force than strictly necessary, just to revel in the push <laughs> and give of the hobbit slick, like loose flesh sealed around his cock <laughs> until his small body is shaking with every thrust. Simply gorgeous like that. The way he looks when Thorin fucks him, wrecked and magnificent and utterly helpless. Not enough. Not enough. He still has to get more. So Thorin sucks angry marks onto his throat. He's giving him oh my God. where his scent flares the strongest. Fuck, he smells amazing. Thorin could wank himself to the memory of that alone for weeks. No problem. 
tongue traversing soft skin and going lower to kiss his heaving chest, the fuzz velvety against Thorin's cheek, a scrape of beard over peaked nipples. And yes, if he could, he wants to. He reaches down to jerk the halfling off. He does, closing his free hand around him and pull, pulling, nursing him to orgasm and fogging the air with another thick cloud of sex musk. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> Guys, did I win? <laughs> yeah, I think you won. <laughs> Come inside me, the hobbit whispers, still not softening in the slightest either. Come inside. Come. Thorn pushes his hips in, fucks, fucks, and fucks him like he's going to split him down the center until the slapping of skin is only barely drowned out by the hobbit's shrilling. He doesn't even anticipate the third climax, only feels it tightening his balls and his loins, and it rips a bellow from him as it erupts all over. Now I'm picturing Richard Armitage as uh, from, Han- from Hannibal as the Red Dragon, like doing his like big fucking like oh. dragon roars and shit. Oh <laughs> yeah. man, this is crazy. Oh Jesus, I, I, I fucking lost my spot now. Oh yeah, he was he yeah, was yelling. Uh, yeah. More, uh, it rips a bellow from him as it erupts all over, more intense and drawn out than any orgasm in his life. It's over before he even knows it, edging him into hypersensitivity. But his arousal just flares even brighter, and it only feels like his cock gets harder for that fact. <laughs> the hobbit's arse constricts around him like a plea, and Thorin obliges all too willingly, closer and closer, sliding his body against the hobbit's there, just there, and Thorin puts his mouth on him where he wants it, over his collarbone, and bites him there. Man, we are getting into Hannibal now. Tasting his skin to a fresh litany of please, yes, please, like this is all the halfling will ever need. God damn it. This. <laughs> yeah. When you had me, Thorn croaks, on your bed, you could have done anything you wanted to me, anything at all, and you did, did you not? Eyes bleary, the hobbit responds with a whimper and a weak nod. Gods, how Thorn must have looked then, tied up and gagged and all spread out like a suckling pig at a feast, primed for the taking of whomsoever wished it. He thinks he understands a little better now. Just thinking about it gives him a rush from brain to cock, driving Thorin to spend himself unreservedly again, shooting more of his seed into the halfling that he now owns. Who's I can't some I can't tell who's saying this. I guess it's Thorin. <laughs> You're mine, he repeats, and something in him just knows this to be true, that they belong together, that they were made for this and more. He pulls out as much as the obstruction allows and slams back in so fucking good he is to put all put pull together what he wanted to say look how your body trembles when i'm inside you you fit so nicely around my cock my little sweetling uh. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to fill you up with my cum do you want that i think that's already happened jesus multiple <laughs> fucking times <laughs> y- y- yes the hobbit stammers out and for a moment looks beyond speech but please i want i want <laughs> Oh, jeez. And then Thorn fucking comes again. And then... <laughs> God, fuck. Okay, here's here's sort of the... the here's the end. <laughs> Thorin, like, you know, he, now they're having pillow talk. Thorin creases his brow, puzzled for the first time since waking up. Might I expect an explanation for all this? Mahits, the hobbit mumbles and winces a little when Thorin eases out of him. I'm sorry. The hobbit flops onto his back and sighs his contentment to the ceiling. It is, uh complicated if your intention was to lay with me you needed only have asked thorin says oh no there's um more to that 
The hobbit looks conflicted for a moment, then sits up and shakes his head. And I did not think that you would, you know, I would not have been averse. This makes the hobbit blush. You are not only just saying that, are you? Thorin looks over at him over and allows a grin. You are very comely, I must confess. More so than others I have seen. There's a pause. Um, thank you, I guess. The hobbit says happily. He winces as he moves his legs for- towards himself and braces his hands against the floor. Well, as I mentioned, it's complicated, but I will try my hardest to explain if to you if you wish it so. I do, Thorne says, very much indeed. But I would like a wash, and for us to be clothed first, at least. The hobbit picks himself up, makes for his discarded dressing gown, and cloaks it around his body without tying the drawstrings. The shakiness in his gait is obvious. He'll be feeling Thorin for days to come. In the bathroom, first door on the right, I thought to give your clothes an airing out. Would you like to wash yourself as well? No, thank you. Not for the next hour, at least. That way, I'll be sure about the baby. That's all right, Thorin thinks, whatever that means. He supposes it'll make sense in about an hour or so. His legs do hold as he rises and manages a slow, careful shuffle to the bedroom door, still trailing the ends of rope from his ankles and wrists. As he opens it, he realizes something and turns to look over his shoulder to say, What's your name, Hobbit? Now seated gingerly on the corner of his bed, the Hobbit blinks, smiles shyly. Bilbo Baggins, at your service. The corner of Thorn's mouth curls upward. Thorn Oakenshield, at yours. Truly, there is much that we have to discuss. And scene. That also that also had Return <laughs> of the King syndrome with the endings, too. Like, it tried to end itself a couple times, you know? <laughs> and it just kept going. Like So basically, Bilbo was in heat and had to kidnap Thorin to... Impregnate him? Yeah. Impregnate so, Bilbo. To rape yeah. Thorin so he could get... <laughs> have his baby have his rape baby mm. that's fun mm. Mm. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there guys and maybe it's best if we just don't yeah it's probably probably a good idea <laughs> I just want to like like as a postscript say like we're not king shaming anybody but we're we're, we're king shaming <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically like I I, I don't. Oh God! What the thing that I hate about a lot of this fan fiction is that, like, sure, if it was well written, but it's always so <laughs> like. Or it starts off decently written, and then you can tell somebody's just like, "Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God. <laughs> gotta get all this! Gotta get all my sick fucking stuff in! Like, it's gotta get all all that weird it's shit like in there." The checklist, yeah. yeah. And then suddenly it becomes yeah. like, uh. So like. I honestly don't like this. Isn't I'm not going to be jerking off to any of this stuff. But, but <laughs> I don't know. The Thor one kind of worked for me a little bit. Oh, it's it's not, <laughs> yeah, that gaping but unicorn like, quill. Yeah, like Chris Hemsworth fucking anything is hot. So it's like whatever. yeah, that's what I, mean. I think. That's why I think that's why I'm like that one still kind of works for me because like yeah. in my head it's, it's Chris Hemsworth and not even fat Chris Hemsworth. Like it's not fat Thor. It's like. Hot Thor. Thor. I'm like, yeah, okay. maybe. But, I mean, like, Hot yeah, Thor could, like, fuck a toaster, mm. and I'd be like, all right, like... <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm here yeah for I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch, at least for a little but bit. it's like, like, <laughs> just that fucking Thor and Bilbo thing was so convoluted. Or, like, the, the Pokemon <laughs> one, where it's just, like, 
these could be anything that's smaller than a person or whatever. Like, it's just like, why? Why set it in that universe? Besides, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading. I we're reading too much. You're definitely spending way too much time thinking about this. Like, I think you need to cut that. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I th- I think it's best if we just if we just finish off if we just do geek cred and get the fuck out of here and let let our listeners dissect what what has just happened. Right. So let's uh, let's let's move on to our final segment, guys, which is geek cred, which is where each of us recommends something that we've been nerding out about lately so uh let's let's go let's go to alicia alicia what are you gonna give your geek i'm sorry i have nothing i'm broken now (laughs) (laughs) that's a valid answer alicia's recommendation is don't listen to what we just did except it's too late for that you've already exposed yourself to it it's too late (laughs) all right uh mark um not don't read any of this definitely (laughs) honestly you know what if uh, after exposing yourself to this nonsense go watch good omens because at least it's well written and like i believe the romance between the two leads Mm -hmm. so there is that so yeah i would go with good let's go with good omens because we'll probably review it in the next couple weeks anyway because it was pretty fun so nice yeah uh paul i downloaded an indie game metroidvania style called gato roboto um on the switch and you play as a cat who is in a giant suit of armor, like Samus Aran style. And it is a really fun game. So What's it called? Sorry. Gato Robato. Gato Robato. Gato okay. Robato. It's a black and white Game Boy style graphics. It looks like Metroid 2, but a little cleaner, like a little nice. less confusing to navigate. And you, like, you can, as the cat can jump out of the armor... And like travel as just the cat climbing up the walls. So like Blaster Master, kind of like Blaster Master, yeah, yeah, yeah nice, yeah. yeah. So Blaster Master meets Metroidvania Two meets, yeah, for sure. So cool. check out, check it out. It's not too expensive, and it's uh, it's on the Switch. So check it out. Cool. I'm gonna recommend a comic this week. It is a limited series. It is the current freedom fighters miniseries which is like a 12 issue miniseries by uh, written by robert venditti uh, and eddie barrows is doing the art on it and the world's kind of fucked up right now if you need a story in which nazis get their fucking due then this book is for you i i've always had a soft spot for the freedom fighters yeah. they're like just fun classic characters and it's always interesting to see how like different writers update them or do like new takes on them kind of thing and this has been a pretty solid take so far and uh, it's on like Basically, it's on set on an alternate world where Nazis won World War II, and now like the son of the Fuhrer is running the Reich, and they're basically trying to resurrect Uncle Sam, the spirit of America, to fight against the Nazis, and a lot of fun. So cool. I highly recommend that. Cool. All right. Now that we are forever changed, yep. uh, just, just as it sounds like, well, most of the characters in these fucking stories are forever changed (laughs) at least their buttholes are all forever changed i think that's basically what we can take away from most of these stories that there's a lot of irrevocably damaged or or they're feeding to yeah i mean hey you know the transformers (laughs) one that was weird it was almost pure in comparison to the rest i know because i had a really sick like uh kirk spock one i was going to read at the end but i will we'll we'll come back to to do it again do it again can't wait guys i know right (laughs) so 
All right. Well, with that, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you've been around with us from the start, thank you for listening through 150 episodes of this fucking insanity of our podcast. Uh, We do really appreciate it, and uh, we plan to be around for a long time to come as well. If you uh, would like to comment on this episode, and I have a feeling people may want to comment on this episode, episode (laughs) you can. You can do so on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash dance robot dance. You can hit us up on Twitter at DRD underscore podcast. You can email us at dance robot dance podcast at gmail.com. If you are not already subscribed, you can do so via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. And with that, thank you for listening, everybody. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this and are not too traumatized. And say goodnight, Paul. Good night, everyone. And say goodnight, Mark. Good night. And thanks, Alicia, for uh, joining us again to read that <laughs> disgusting, yeah. disgusting Thor story. <laughs> You're welcome. On my dreams. Yeah, on thanks, my dreams. Thanks for being on, Alicia. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is Tim saying uh, so long and apparently be careful of, don't, don't take tea from any strange hobbits, apparently. Yeah, strange hobbits, he is a no-no, guys. I think we should all yeah. not get raped by Bilbo, I think is... And if you see an Asgardian god and a unicorn in the road, just just let him be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially uh, in the road because uh, that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, bye, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>